Hey neighbors, this week we have Adam Inkst of Tidbits Magazine and Take Control Books to tell us all about Macworld Expo and other subjects. We'll also learn about some hot new products from the one, the only, Bob Dr. Mac Levitis, coming up this week on the Tech Night Owl Live. We have Adam Inkst of Tidbits Magazine joining us for, I guess, the first time for 2011. We're going to explore lots and lots of subjects, and I should remind you that Tidbits has also migrated to a new server. Now, maybe nobody cares about what people <laughs> do on the back end, but what advantages is moving your files to a different place going to mean? Oh, it's it's interesting, Gene. I mean, it is you know sort of technical, nitty-gritty stuff, but basically what we'd run into was that we were using an X serve. Um, this was a PowerPC G4X serve, so it's rather elderly and, you know, starting to get some issues with the hard drive and the, the software we were using on it what had been running for seven years and its database was starting to have some bit rot and it was clear that we needed to have a migration path. Bit rot in the real world, what does bit rot mean to you? Bit rot is exactly what it sounds like. You don't think about this if you're not really a computer person, but you know how when stuff just gets old in the real world world and doesn't work as well, turns out the same thing is true of digital files. We think that they'll just be 100% perfect forever, but when you have a database that is being read from and written to you know, many thousands of times uh, an hour, that's a lot, of, a lot of times, and all it can take is one cosmic ray hitting the disk wrong, and all of a sudden something is out of whack, and you may or may not be able to get it back. Expand that over seven years, and things just don't work quite right. And you got me you scared can, now, because yeah. the database over at technightout.com, we switch to WordPress in 2005, so we have a six-year-old database. Now, can't they be repaired or optimized? They have those processes going, right? Uh, yeah, they can. But, you know, the, the simple fact is, is that, you know, my experience is that nothing is perfect. It, it's, it's sort of funny in some ways, because we say digital copies are perfect copies. But, you know, I think there is more room in that for a single bit to be flipped from zero to one. Maybe you don't notice that if it's a music file. Um, maybe you don't notice that if it's in something that is non-executable code in a program. But that can happen when you're reading and writing all the time and stuff just stops working properly and becomes, it's one of those situations where, yes, you can probably get back to where it all works correctly with some effort, but not always. And, and sometimes after seven years, you've got so much built up in settings and configurations and whatnot that it's almost easier to tear everything down and start from scratch. Maybe we should acquaint bloggers with that, too, because they're dealing with databases all the time. It's kind of like a digital entropy, right? Yeah, it is. And, you know, as I said, it's, it's a really non-intuitive concept. But in my mind, it is real. You know, you have an old computer, for instance. It doesn't just work as well as it did the day it came out of a box. 
it's never true. You can you can totally clean everything off. You can totally install new the, the same software that's shipped with, and it won't be as good. And some of that's perceptual. Some of that's you know you've you've experienced new things since then. But you know my experience is that no, it just won't be as good. It may not be bad, but it won't be perfect. So basically here, it's not just copying it or importing it into a new database. It is rebuilding it from scratch? Well, in this case, we were also trying to, we're setting up an account management system for all of what our company does. So for instance, whenever anyone orders a take control ebook from us, they have an account automatically that allows them to log in and download their book again or read it on an iOS device. And so we've built that account stuff. And so with Tidbits, which is basically just mailing the subscriptions at this point, we wanted to use the same system so that whenever we're working on it, we just have one system and someone changes their email address for take control. It also changes for Tidbits. So we don't have to have make people jump through more hoops to, to manage different things in different places. Kind of a Tidbits so, version of iTunes. Yeah, yeah. Um, getting everything in one place. Um, you know, if you, you have an Apple ID with Apple, you change that in one place. It works for iPhoto and iTunes and everything else as well. So that's the the big goal. And it also gets us more control over our system because it's a system that we explicitly built as opposed to the previous one, which was more of an off-the-shelf system. Now, the other question, of course, is that your new server, it's no longer running Mac OS X server. Mm -hmm. It's no, Linux, right? It is running CentOS, and right, uh, yes. which is a flavor of Linux. But it's it not the even one that's very popular, by the way. Lots and lots of web hosts use CentOS, which is, if we want to be technical, it's like the open source version of Red Hat. Yeah, my members, yeah. And and to be fair, you know, I mean, I don't personally care what it's running. Um, what I find most interesting about it is that it's not even a server. That we have signed up with a company called Rackspace for a virtual server. So they have fancy software that basically they provide a whole bunch of resources to on the back end. It gives us something that looks like we're talking to a computer. In the back end, it could be one computer, 10 computers. If one computer goes down, it doesn't make a difference. It's almost certainly tens, if not, well, probably, frankly, it's hundreds, if not thousands of computers and, you know, thousands and thousands of hard disks, if not, you know, hundreds of thousands of hard disks. Rackspace is a big company. What this software, it's called Zen, X-E-N, what it does is it allows you to sort of carve out resources from that big pool and present it as what looks like a server. So it's kind of like a cloud-based virtualization. Precisely. Now, this doesn't make sense, but when you hear those stupid, stupid, ignorant, did I say stupid, Microsoft commercials to the cloud, I think of to the Batmobile, Robin. I think here, hey, wait a minute, this is kind of that equivalent, isn't it? Well, it is, and, and, and honestly, the beauty of this and the reason why I am in favor of this is that I've been running my own servers on my own hardware since the mid-90s. And I'm tired of it. I'm tired of things crashing. I'm tired of hard disks getting corrupted. I'm tired of machines failing. Hardware, like everything, breaks. The laws you, of entropy. Laws of entropy. You are not escaping some of these you know, basic rules of the universe. And so when you virtualize it, if one computer or a hard disk ends on the other side of what Rackspace is providing, you know, in the back in the pool, if one of those dies, no one notices except them, you know, and they replace it. 
But and of course, other either. services are doing that, by the way, not just Rackspace. Yes. But they're one of the larger, very well-recognized web hosts. We know that GoDaddy has a cloud-based service, and GoDaddy is the number one web host. But the problem with them is their cloud servers were using Apple XServe. So I think they're kind of scrambling now to figure out what to do. <laughs> yeah. But is yeah, that the that point point now that for people like me who still have the dedicated servers, and ours is over a year old, so I have to think about this, more and more people won't buy or lease a server. They'll go to a company that gives them a cloud-based service, which means they get bandwidth, they get storage, they get content management, a way of delivering their content, but it's not dedicated to a single box. You know, honestly, I think it's the wave of the future because... This stuff has simply become harder and harder to run, and there's no reason for it. There's no reason why you should have to be worrying about a hard disk failing, and you know your, your ISP is going to handle that for you, so maybe it's not a problem, but the further you can get away from the fuss of the hardware, for most people who, are, who want to do internet services, the easier it is. And, and you don't need to buy them. And when I was looking at it, okay, I'm having some trouble with my XServe. If I need to figure out, you know, I need to troubleshoot this, I need to buy another one. You know, so suddenly it's a three thousand dollar expense just to see if maybe the problem is with the with you know, you know I'm having with the old one crashing. Maybe that problem is related to the motherboard. I don't know. And if worse, you know, it's in a co-located facility, so I can't even go play with it myself. So there's a lot of advantages, and certainly it's not for everybody. You know, if you have a small office and a lot of confidential data, you're going to want a server in your office that handles your confidential data and is locked down tight. But, but we understand it, here when you have. A web server, they've got stuck in some kind of data center, which may be temperature controlled, have special security. You may need security passes to get in there. All that stuff, you know, can be very, very complicated. And being able to manage a single box is difficult because unless you're in the same city as that server and you can just drive down and have a look, you know, you got to depend on somebody over in that data center or your web host to go there and say, oh, it's the power supply, it's the hard drive, it's Adam Inks. We're talking to him on the Tech Night Out Live. I'm Gene Steinberg, back in a moment. Graphic Converter is the image manipulation tool for the rest of us. It does not use any database. You get full control of all your files. Want to view the images of a folder? Drag it into Graphic Converter, and a powerful browser opens up to show your image files. You could use it for slideshows. You could use it to import images from digital cameras or from scanners. Need to do some image editing? You can do that, too, in Graphic Converter. Also, print catalogs. Convert from so many formats, I can't even list them. Download now to see if Graphic Converter is good for you, like one and a half million other users. Guess what? You could save money when you buy Graphic Converter. Use the coupon code NIGHTOWL. Use the coupon code NIGHTOWL to get a special price for Graphic Converter. Go to LemkeSoft.com. That's L-E-M-K-E-Soft.com. LemkeSoft.com. L-E-M-K-E-Soft.com. Have you ever felt like the United States government knows way too much about your financial affairs? I continue to hear stories about property seizures, frozen bank accounts, confiscation of stocks and bonds. It makes me wonder if the U.S. citizen will ever again have the right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Unfortunately, with the Drug and Money Laundering Act, the IRS Revenue Ruling 6045 of 1984, and the Trading with the Enemy Act and Franklin D. Roosevelt's Executive Order of 1933, some precious metal holdings are subject to government intervention. 
For this reason, Midas Resources has prepared a report explaining the boundaries of trading precious metals privately. Whether if you have any intention of trading with Midas Resources or not, I have instructed my representatives to give this report out free. Call for your free copy at 1-800-686-2237. When investing, always proceed with caution. Again, call 1-800-686-2237. Exercise your legal right to trade metals privately. 1-800-686-2237. Never buy home canning jar lids again. No kidding. When you buy Tadler reusable canning lids once, you'll never buy canning lids ever again. Safely store emergency preparedness foods for years. Traditional metal lids are single-use throwaways containing BPA. But Tadler reusable canning lids are guaranteed to last a lifetime when used as designed for home canning. Tadler lids are made with a USDA and FDA-approved food-grade plastic, safe for direct food contact, and contain no BPA. Tadler lids are dishwasher safe, usable with standard pressure or water bath canning, eliminate food spoilage from acid corrosion, fit standard mason jars are indefinitely reusable and are proudly made in the usa place orders at reusablecanninglids.com or call 1-877-747-2793 877-747-2793 call 877-747-2793 or go to reusablecanninglids.com that's reusablecanninglids.com for tadler reusable canning lids the original since 1976 What bothers you most about menopause? Is it the hot flashes? Waking up at night drenched in sweat? How about the mood swings or putting on weight? Tens of thousands of women have turned to Amberin to get relief from their menopause symptoms. Will Amberin work for you too? The only way to find out is to give it a try. That's why we're giving every woman who calls today a complimentary risk-free trial of Amberin with a 30-day supply free. Amberin is all natural, and its safety and effectiveness is backed by published clinical studies. Do you want a life without hot flashes, night sweats, or mood swings? Want to lose weight, sleep great, and have more energy? We've made trying Amberin completely risk-free, and you get a 30-day supply free. All you have to do is make the call. To claim your complimentary risk-free trial of Amberin, visit GetAmberin.com or call 1-800-647-9277. That's 1-800-647-9277. 1-800-647-9277. America's number one source for independent talk radio for over a decade. We are the GCN Radio Network. We want to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Tech Night Owl Live, send it to news at technightowl.com. That's news at technightowl.com. And don't forget, you can visit the famous Tech Night Owl community forums at forum.technightowl.com Get in on all the action. That's forum.technightowl.com We started in the cloud, and some people say our heads are in the clouds, but that's not true of Adam Inks. His Basically, his feet are on the ground. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're on the Tech Night Owl Live. And good to bring this up, and good luck with your new server. But now they're talking about the fact that Apple has this huge data center they built in North Carolina. Do they want to eventually move a lot of our stuff, like iTunes, music, and movies, to the cloud well also? That's a fascinating question. Certainly no one knows. I've heard speculation that a lot of the reason for that is the Mac App Store, because it's handling much larger quantities of data per file than the, than the iOS App Store. But it doesn't quite feel right to me um, that that's the entire reason. It feels to me like, yeah, that something iTunes-related is going to move there. 
I'd certainly like to see Apple do some interesting stuff in terms of synchronizing data among uh, iOS devices and Macs, for instance, uh, along the way Dropbox does. That would require significant data center capabilities. Or even just, you know, like music streaming and streaming capabilities out of iTunes so that you were really pushing a lot more data all the time rather than having people buy something and download it. Well, that's also the big problem people have now. For example, if you have an iPad, you're tethered to a Mac or a PC to synchronize your data. It doesn't work separate unto itself. Yes. You know, it feels to me as though that is becoming less and less necessary. You know, when Apple started with this stuff, there was really a sense that USB was necessary because Wi-Fi wasn't fast enough. And then, you know, even 3G is much, much slower Yeah. But with 802.11n Wi-Fi now, it's hard to say that USB is, is absolutely necessary. And yes, you could still require USB for downloading things over a gigabyte in size or something like that. But for most stuff that we're downloading, it's just not that large. Mm. The thing is, though, as we get more and more movies, it might be, but then we have the problem, too, is that a lot of people don't have the broadband bandwidth speed to be able to download large stuff in a reasonable period of time. Yeah, I think that's that's absolutely true, and it's going to be something that gets better and better over time, but uh, if you do not live in some place with good internet connectivity, you're probably feeling it now. That the internet is becoming more and more a place that requires significant, significant pipes, <laughs> <laughs> simply put. that have uh, them pipes, man. You do, you do. And it, some of it is, you know, you don't actually need as much as you think you might think you need, but uh, you start using Netflix streaming, you start doing podcasts uh, in a really big way, you start watching live TV on Hulu uh, or, or Ustream, you know, you're going to start start hitting those pipes. And we need more of that. I mean, it, at this point in time, you know, honestly, hard disks are big enough for what most people need processors we have you know we have enough processing speed to do almost anything we want the bandwidth is really kind of the big limitation at this point and the question is here what costs bandwidth i mean right now we see for example if you're a mobile phone customer as everybody is these days if you want to use the internet suddenly they stick you with bandwidth limitations now theories are that you have unlimited bandwidth with your normal isp or cable or your dsl but in the fine print they have bandwidth limits too yeah usually those the the fine print is to give them the capability to shut down someone who's doing something just crazy. But the problem is, is that you never know. You know, and it's one thing if there's someone who's trying to run a web server on their, on their iPhone, you know, and actually, you know, push significant amounts of data over a 3G connection. That's just crazy. But on the other hand, you know, iPhone users do go through a fair amount of data in perfectly reasonable use. And so I think that we're going to have to see a little more transparency from these companies in terms of what counts as, you know, 95th percentile in terms of how much you can really do on your phone. But yeah, I'm, I'm annoyed at, at those things. I mean, basically, if you want to advertise unlimited, advertise unlimited, but stick with it. Don't have unlimited with an asterisk. <laughs> That always has an asterisk. I mean, even if you go to a web host and they say get unlimited storage, unlimited bandwidth for $2.95. <laughs> 
Yeah, well, the people who are doing it for two ninety five are always going to have an asterisk, <laughs> right? Because otherwise they'll go. Yeah, they'll be an yeah. afterthought in terms of their business because it won't survive. Yeah, but yeah, no, I just I don't know. I just I just approve of people. You know, you can you can say lots of things in terms of we're going to give you a vast amount of, of you know bandwidth for free for your fee, but uh, if you're not going to do unlimited, I'm just not a fan of saying it's unlimited. Well, I do it for marketing in the web hosting business. I mean, if you really talk to the web host owners and you say, how could you say you can have unlimited everything for two ninety five or three ninety five? And they say, it's a hype. If you read the fine print, if you use too many resources, which means if you have a popular site, they suspend you. <laughs> it doesn't matter if you use nothing in terms of bandwidth. It's just basically a blog where it uses minimal amounts of bandwidth because it's small files. It doesn't matter. It gets too popular. You get listed on Dig or there's a lot of Google searching going your way. Way, suddenly it all disappears. Yeah. Well, it's a tough field and there's a whole lot of competition there. So people do things which are not always uh, entirely on the up and up. And that's one reason, honestly, why I'm, I'm, I've been fairly happy with, with Rackspace. And I will pay a little bit more for working with someone who I trust is not trying to uh, to compete at the lowest cost of everything. Same reason why I, I actually use EasyDNS for my DNS provider. They're not the cheapest. They don't attempt to be the cheapest, but they're really good folks, and they manage to maintain a business model through the dot-com bust. So that's what I like to see. Now, just to be fairness to other companies, because we have a sponsorship arrangement with Namecheap.com, which does not have a cloud server system now, but they tell me they are. So then, of course, it'll be something to evaluate. But I have to tell you, you know, Rackspace is a big responsible company. So, you know, what the heck? You know, besides Namecheap right now, their biggest business, of course, is in domains. You can have your domain at Namecheap and go anywhere else for hosting your site. Go to GoDaddy, go to One and One, go to DreamHost or any of the thousand places. It gets to be ridiculous. We're not going to get into that kind of stuff. In any case, you're now in the cloud. Tidbits is in the cloud. And yes. as a matter of fact, I'll be honest with you, I'm looking into that possibility too. Because I yeah. understand, you know, the dangers of having a single a single place for failure. If my server goes, well, I have backups. Yeah, but till I restore the backups, you know, it's can take a while. And that's a, an important thing, too. When, and I do want to mention, wait, I do want to mention one, some, one thing here, because we, we put some thought into this when we moved to Rackspace, which is that once you are on a virtual server, your biggest liability is human. If someone were to go to Rackspace and say, these tidbits people are doing bad stuff, shut them down, we would be totally dead in the water, or we would have been before we figured out how to make backups. But basically, that you know, you want to, you, you're, you're limited in different ways when you're in the cloud. And so one of the things that you want to make sure you have the capability to do is to bring your stuff up somewhere else. Because you can be taken down by a flick of a switch. And, you know, that's certainly true of other situations as well. Whenever you're a co-located hosting, whenever you have service from, a, you know, from it's Verizon or Time Warner or whoever. But it's, a, it's an interesting liability that we haven't really thought about too much before. And it's probably, frankly, more likely for a lot of people than, you know, like Rackspace is probably unlikely to, you know, blow up. And right, so of course. But then, of course, that. if Rackspace has this deployed on different servers in different locations, it yeah. doesn't matter. If there's no single point of failure, it may work better. We have Adam Inks of Tidbits at Tidbits.com and Take Control Books. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Owl Live. Yeah. 
Don't complain about your cable bill going up and up and up. Do something about it. Grab a pencil and jot down this special number. 1-877-804-MY-TV. The more cable TV rates go up, the better digital satellite TV looks. So, disable the cable and get more of your favorite channels in 100% digital quality for less money. Call 1-877-804-MY-TV right now to sign up for packages starting as low as $19.99 and up to four rooms. And there's no equipment to buy. That includes your free HD TV upgrade, your free DVR upgrade, and your free professional installation. And the best part? The pristine digital picture and sound. Call 1-877-804-MY-TV. So, what are you waiting for? Pull out your major credit or debit card. Call 1-877-804-MY-TV. 1-877-804-MY-TV. Disable the cable, cut costs, and get more. Call 1-877-804-MY-TV. 1-877-804-MY-TV. They all laughed when I told them my body cleansing tonic was tea. But after 10 days, my body feels way more energized, and I've lost nearly 15 pounds. (laughs) They're not laughing now. That's what John from Oklahoma said about Life Change Tea. In the six months of being on the tea, all my digestive problems have cleared up. My energy levels have gone way up, and my constipation problems are no more. And that's what Michelle from California said about Life Change Tea from GetTheTea.com, the amazing all-natural tea that cleanses your body from toxins, chemicals, bacteria, viruses, and molds, while helping to lower high blood pressure, high cholesterol, lower blood sugar levels, and help you lose weight. Life Change Tea has no caffeine and is all natural, all organic. Go to GetTheTea.com today or call 928-308-0408. That's GetTheTea.com or call 928-308-0408. Life Change Tea really changes things. Don't complain about your cable bill going up and up and up. Do something about it. Grab a pencil and jot down this special number. 1-877-814-MY-TV. The more cable TV rates go up, the better digital satellite TV looks. So, disable the cable and get more of your favorite channels in 100% digital quality for less money. Call 1-877-814-MY-TV right now to sign up for packages starting as low as $19.99 and up to four rooms. And there's no equipment to buy. That includes your free HD TV upgrade, your free DVR upgrade, and your free professional installation. And the best part? The pristine digital picture and sound. Call 1-877-814-MY-TV. So, what are you waiting for? Pull out your major credit or debit card. Call 1-877-814-MY-TV. 1-877-814-MY-TV. Disable the cable, cut costs, and get more. Call 1-877-814-MY-TV. 1-877-814-MY-TV. There's a man named Dr. Wallach who is anything but your typical doctor. Both a veterinarian and naturopathic physician, Doc asks, Why does the United States spend more money on health care by far and still rank 50th in health and longevity worldwide? He believes that people should empower themselves with a basic understanding of nutrition, taking charge of their life, and attain optimal health and longevity through nutrition, not by toxic prescription drugs leading to side effects. This is clearly a deadly recipe. The good news is Doc Wallach's message is resonating with an increasing number of Americans who are waking up to all the big government and big pharma manipulation of our healthcare system. I like what Doc Wallach is saying and doing to enlighten people about healthcare and have joined forces to help this tireless crusader spread his message. Visit InfoWarsTeam.com and listen to Dr. Wallach's Deadly Recipes lecture. It makes a lot of sense, and I want you to join our InfoWars team. Go to InfoWarsTeam.com. That's InfoWarsTeam.com. 
Are you tired of searching for great talk radio? Something more important. Search no more. We are the GCN Radio Network. You're listening to the Tech Night Out Live with Gene Steinberg. You never know what to expect. We started in the cloud, and I have to tell you that I'm intrigued now by the possibilities of the cloud because I have that single set of failure. Of course, in any situation, whether you're having your site by a regular web host, it's in the cloud, a dedicated server, you need to have a backup off-site. So if anything happens, you can get back online within the amount of time it takes to restore your information. But if it's in one place or one data center, that's a problem. Do you have like off-site backup? Seriously. Yeah, we do. Um, we have multiple backups. We have backups that are stored on Rackspace, and so that if something were to go wrong with our live image, we could restore those. And then we have a crash plan running, actually, to back up um, all the relevant data somewhere else. And so that's happening on a regular basis. You know, every 15 minutes, it, it, it keeps updating all of our databases. And that's, you know, as I said, I really think that, you know, not that, of course, anyone expects it, but it's much more likely that Rackspace Space would do something to our account, possibly even intentionally, you know, that would cause us to go down and we'd need to go find, a, you know, another server, cloud-based server from, you know, Linode or Namecheap if they had one up by then. And we could probably bring that up in, within a few hours if we had to. Okay. And that's the other thing, too, about CrashPlan. We use CrashPlan in the Steinberg family. They are not a sponsor. But I'll tell you one thing about them. My son has a black MacBook, Okay. This is like, what, the second generation of that model. He got it as a college graduation present. He's had everything fail on it. The logic board has failed. He's had the keyboard fail. The screen hasn't failed yet, I don't think. He also had a hard drive failure. So how did he restore that? Well, they couldn't restore anything from the hard drive over at the Apple store in Madrid, Spain, where he had it repaired. However, he had a cloud-based backup over at CrashPlan, so in a few hours, he could restore his entire computer. Yeah. Yeah, no, that sort of thing is just brilliant. You gotta, you gotta have backups, and you gotta have offsite backups. And now that we, I mean, you know, as I say we may be complaining that we don't have as much bandwidth now as we might like, but we do have enough to do. Most of us have enough to do some fairly interesting things, and backup is one of them. And what I like about CrashPlan, honestly, is you don't even need to buy anything from them. You can download their free software, and your friend can download the free software, and you can both have a hard disk, you know, backing up to the other person. So, so it's you know, done online. It's done yes. from your computer to that. Or if you want to store it on their servers, you pay a fee for the year or for yeah. the month or something like that. It's yeah. not an excessive fee. We have a family rate, which is, I think, $100 a year or something yeah. like that. And just speaking, to tie in multiple threads, Mosey Home just announced the end of their unlimited pricing. And, uh, and they have been, so, you know, everyone has been seeing all the Mosey Home customers jumping ship to CrashPlan and Backblaze and the other online backup services because Mosey Home had made a big deal about how you would get unlimited bandwidth. And, uh, and suddenly that's not true anymore. And, you know, and people are pretty unhappy about that. Now, just to talk about this in general, and that is, what about the unlimited bandwidth? Of course, even AT&T moving customers on the iPhone away from unlimited and Verizon may be offering unlimited for a while to get people used to coming to Verizon for the iPhone. In general, though, are we seeing that bandwidth is becoming an expensive proposition because people use so much of it? You know, I thought that bandwidth costs would go down, not up. I think bandwidth costs have gone down, but it's 
most of the bandwidth costs that we've seen going down are wired bandwidth. So, you know, if you are buying massive pipes at the ISP level, those costs have gone very, very low. Where we see the problems more so is with wireless bandwidth, the mobile broadband. And the problem there is just that it's harder to put more capacity into play. You have you know, build more towers, and that's expensive and difficult. So I think the most of the bandwidth problems, you know, bandwidth limiting solutions are coming in the cell phone world. And that will probably happen, you know, continue to happen for a while. Certainly the fourth generation LTE, uh, long-term evolution uh, services that were that are coming, coming online in some major cities now, and we should be moving more commonly across the country and across the world, those will prov- be provided more bandwidth, so hopefully some of this uh, this limitation will will go away. Well, yes, and people building lots more data centers. Yeah, <laughs> is it true that like Google has like a quarter of the internet is in terms of servers is owned by Google? You know, it, Google stopped talking about their data centers uh, and uh, quite some years ago, but they have just unimaginable numbers of them. And I'm sure that Facebook is is right up there as well. I mean, you figure they have 500 million users and more photos on, there's more photos on Facebook than, you know, pretty much anywhere else, probably everywhere else combined. So the amount of storage and, and, uh, and server capacity at Facebook is also just stunning so yeah we, we no one really knows but you know it's the it's it's to the point where you know they build a data center in a town now you know and it's usually a town near power near redundant power <laughs> well near near where power is is generated because and they earthquakes so are few yes oregon is actually popular now <laughs> i think you almost uh, have earthquakes almost everywhere i remember Years and years ago, probably before you were born or anybody in our audience was born, not that many years ago, I worked at a country music radio station in Charleston, South Carolina. Guess what? The first night we were there, we had a minor earthquake. <laughs> we had one yeah. in New Jersey. We had one the first time we went to L.A. Then, well, you know, was- L.A. is earthquake central, so, you know. There was one very, very, I mean, tremendously huge uh, earthquake. I forget exactly where it was centered, Missouri or Mississippi or somewhere, that was felt, you know, as far north as Maine. You know, it's from the 1800s, but it was an absolutely massive one. And, you know, we just don't really quite know everything about why earthquakes happen or where they're going to be. We know certain places they're common, but, uh, yeah, they can appear anywhere. Check with your dog. Animals sense these things before they happen, more so than we do. I mean, all the instruments we have, animals sometimes get there first, or at least know how to flee first. Yeah, yeah. But do you think in the end we're all going to be living in the cloud in terms of storing all our stuff? And I think maybe that's the ultimate question. It's not just your web host. It's not just your iTunes. But basically, everything we do will be in the cloud. Maybe even your local computer's hard drive won't be there anymore. Well, there's two competing uh, trends right now in that regard. One is SSDs, so solid-state drives, which are basically a bunch of, bunch of memory computer chips that are assembled together to act like a hard drive. 
And right now, they're pretty expensive uh, for what you get in comparison with, with hard drives. But that's going to change. You know, that it always does change. And so at the I mean, right now, you know, you can get, um, you know, what, a 64 gigabyte, gigabyte SD, you know, compact flash or sorry, SD card, secure digital card for a camera that's, you know, the size of your, your thumbnail. And so that's just insane and that you can have that much storage in that small a space. So in that regard, I think that, you know, no, we're not going to see everything migrating to the cloud because it will be so easy to store so much locally. That said, you know, for things like movies and, and music, it doesn't make sense to have copies of it everywhere if you have bandwidth available at all times to stream it from one from a single place i'll tell you a story as you mentioned that okay there have been efforts by some of the cable providers to basically provide cloud-based storage of the movies that you want to see for later viewing time shifting so for example right now no matter what you have satellite cable tv whatever it is you have a set top box with a built-in hard drive that stores not just the current show you're watching so you can basically replay it but whatever you've stored up to its limits, and some of them even have little plugs so you can add extra hard drives. Okay, but now some places have tried to basically set it up so that all the movies are kept at the head end or the main data center for your cable system or your satellite, and all you do is point a marker to it saying, okay, I watch this show, it's scheduled, I'll play it back. Okay, makes sense, right? You're still mm-hmm. seeing the same show. Instead of having it stored on a local hard drive, it's stored over at their servers. Okay? Very logical, right? Well, we're going to talk about what happens in <laughs> this industry when the cable companies try to do something that's logical. The Lawyer logical up. Adam Inkst of Tidbits joins us. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Owl Live. Hey neighbors, Mac security threats come in many forms. Trojan horses and other types of malware try to infect your Mac. Booby-trapped websites try to steal your personal information. And hackers try to get into your Mac over a network. Intego Virus Barrier X6 is much more than just an antivirus program. Virus Barrier X6 protects against all these threats and more. Visit Intego.com. That's I-N-T-E-G-O.com. Have you been sitting on a few great domain name ideas but haven't locked them in for yourself? Good. Now you can buy them through the number one domain name registrar, Namecheap.com, as voted by the top tech blog Lifehacker. Just like the name says, you can buy domains cheap, as low as $2.99. And every new domain comes with WhoisGuard, our special privacy service, free for the first year. Now that you know, it's time to grab those domain names before someone else does. Namecheap.com. Go now. Namecheap.com. Go solar for cheap. Want to use solar power but the price is too high? Now you can build your own solar panels for less than $200 at 123cheapsolar.com. Don't laugh. We've sold over 45,000 solar do-it-yourself kits. Watch the step-by-step videos that even non-handyman types can use. We offer a 60-day money-back guarantee. Go to 123cheapsolar.com or call 800-713-0486. 800-713-0486. Reduce your foreign oil dependency when you go green with 123cheapsolar.com. 
HempUSA.org has a revolutionary wonder food for detoxing the body and rebuilding the immune system. Microplant powder can help unclog arteries and soften heart valves while removing heavy metals, virus, fungus, bacteria, and parasites. Plus, it cleans and purifies the blood, lungs, stomach, and colon. Keep your body clean with microplant powder. Visit us at HempUSA.org or call 908-691-2608 today. Hi, I'm Mark Craighead, founder of Crossbreed Holsters. I designed our top-selling holster, the Super Tuck Deluxe, to solve the problems of being poked, pinched, and gouged while carrying concealed. The Super Tuck Deluxe is the most comfortable, most concealable holster on the market today. We offer a two-week free trial and a lifetime warranty. Visit us at CrossbreedHolsters.com. Don't forget... CrossbreedHolsters.com If you're serious about playing college football, give yourself the competitive edge with the National Underclassmen Football Combine. The NUC is the longest-running underclassmen event and the most respected combine and football camp in the nation, specifically designed to give athletes early recruiting exposure. There's no better time than now to compete in the National Underclassmen Football Combine. Call 888-NUC-MVP1 or go to nationalunderclassmen.com to find out more. If you own a septic system or if you're facing costly septic system replacement, this message is for you. When you want to stop paying for pump outs and avoid backups, when you've had enough of the foul odors and costly repairs, use BioSafe One Septic Solution. Now there's an easy-to-use, 100% guaranteed answer to all your septic system problems. BioSafe One Septic Solution. BioSafe One is patented and made specifically for all septic systems and made by the same team of scientists who help clean up the Exxon Valdez oil spill. BioSafe One decontaminates and removes sludge, stops costly pump-outs and repairs, and removes septic system stench, all with a 100% success rate. See what gives BioSafe One Septic Solution the advantage over any other septic product at BioSafeOne.com. That's B-I-O-S-A-F-E-O-N-E.com. BioSafeOne.com. Or call toll-free 1-866-424-6663. That's 1-866-424-6663. BioSafe One, the guaranteed, bio-friendly, money-saving way to clean your septic system. The GCN Radio Network, providing the world with hard-hitting talk radio. GCN. Great talk radio starts here. You're listening to the Tech Night Out Live with Gene Steinberg. You never know what to expect. We have the very supremely logical... Adam Inkst of Tidbits.com, Tidbits Newsletter, and of course, Take Control Books. We'll go into that in a few moments. I'm Gene Steinberger in the Tech Night Out Live. Adam, you guessed it. The entertainment company said, you can't do that. Yeah. Yeah, it's, you know, it's one of those situations where it it will change at some point because it doesn't make sense. And it's not clear that there is actually any real difference happening if you are sending the bits in one way or you're sending the bits in another way. At some point, it will make sense to do that or someone will have the, uh, the, the negotiating deal to make that happen. And who knows? It could be someone like Apple because Apple can sometimes get things that other people can't given their dominant position in, you know, with iTunes at this point. Do you have an Apple TV? 
I have an old Apple TV, um, one of the one that had the hard drive in it, um, but I honestly don't use it. <laughs> I don't watch much TV, so. All right. There's the reason I asked that. Of course, we have the current Apple TV, which is basically a much simpler set-top box. They say, of course, Apple is trying to figure a way to get into your living room because right now you go to your cable or satellite provider free or $5 or $10 a month. You got the set-top box with the learning remotes, with all the storage and all that stuff, forgetting about whether you can do it in the cloud or not or if they work it out or not. So where does Apple play in that? Some people say Apple is really planning an Apple TV like a flat-screen TV set with the Apple logo on it and all the extra features. What do you think of that? Yeah, that's a hard one. I, I don't really know. I mean, obviously, Apple could make such a thing in their sleep. Uh, you know, that, that that's, that's trivially easy. It's not like they don't make large flat screen displays that and the apple tv as you say has you know has all those capabilities um the reason why i don't know if it makes sense is that it feels to me as though that's kind of an ugly commodity market at this point that everyone and their brother can make large screen tvs and and everyone and their brother does make large screen tvs if you ever go to best buy or whatever and walk through there's a gazillion brands and so, in fact, you know, there yeah. might even be a brand called Gazillion. <laughs> I think somebody's is. going to the trademark office right now to get that patented. <laughs> and so, so as a result, it doesn't. You know, while it sort of, in some sense, seems logical that Apple could go there, I'm not sure that Apple can bring enough advantage to a large screen TV to set it apart from the ones from Sony and Samsung and Toshiba and and all of the other you know second and third and fourth level brands. So Apple of course would charge a premium because Apple always charges a premium and they just don't have uh, there may simply not be enough places for them to uh, to stand out. Well of course the example people will say of course is the mobile phone space crowded, saturated, all that kind of stuff, and then we got the iPhone. Yeah. And and, and if, if the Apple TV was being hugely popular, then I might be I might be saying, you know, singing a different tune. And I my understanding is that the current Apple, the new Apple TV, has been much more popular than the original one. And so, you know, maybe Apple's learning more there. Honestly, the thing that I find funny about it all, and maybe we're just not quite to that point, is that the, the new Apple TV is running iOS, just like the iPhone and iPod Touch and iPad. That was part of the plan, I think. Yeah, and I mean, it certainly makes sense. Why should Apple have another platform and another operating system? But unlike those, it, you can't just get apps for it. Yet. And yet. Well, and that's just it. It's at the point where you can get apps for it, where apps are built for the TV form factor and the remote control capability, that might be the point at which Apple stands out enough to want to have an actual TV. So, you know, but on the other hand, again, Apple TV just plugs into any TV pretty easily. So it's not entirely clear that, oh, you absolutely have to have Apple doing it. Well, and the other question, of course, being that with an Apple TV, if you can add other apps, it means they can add other services. They can even offer a subscription TV alternative as yeah. long as they can get the licensing. They can do all sorts of things. And so the Apple TV, you know, when Steve Jobs has continually called it a hobby, and I think that's, you know, it's it's been a fairly reasonable description, but uh, Apple doesn't keep products around that don't sell very well. You know, they will drop them. And the fact they haven't dropped the Apple TV says to me that they have some long-term plans uh, for that platform. 
So right now they're keeping everybody guessing. At the same time, I don't think Google TV is going anywhere. The initial project from Logitech, the review didn't yeah. do very much. Uh, from what I've heard, I haven't I haven't used it, but from what I've heard, uh, it, it was something of a misconceived notion that uh, you'd just be able to get all your content from the internet because suddenly you can, if you're NBC or whoever, you can just block those shows from from going to a Google TV. So, and of yeah, course, it looks I, too I much that- to me like with the keyboard, just Web TV revisited. Yeah, there there is some of that, and I do, you know, that was that was my initial reaction too. And someone was someone who has one was telling me that, well, yes, you can do those things. No one's going to anymore. You know, we have iPads, we have iPhones. They're better browsing interfaces than a TV across the room with an awkward keyboard on your lap. Let's move on to that to the other subject of the ages, which is: Do you think that all the stories? about the Verizon wireless iPhone too much? I mean, we all know about iPhones. <laughs> yeah, you know, again, all, all I know is what I read from, from uh, Jason Snell's review at Macworld. It's like, okay, so it's got a CDMA port or a CDMA radio. It's got some slight cosmetic differences to judge, you know, to change the, uh, the radio, uh, radio antennas and uh, it can do the mobile hotspot. And now it looks like AT&T is going to be encouraged to have their mobile hotspot. But probably you've read about this or researched it. The new iPhone contains something called the Qualcomm MDM 6600 baseband chip. Now, this may seem like Greek for everybody, except it's a single chip, just like the one that Verizon uses in their world phones that supports CDMA and GSM. So it's the single chip, except... The phone doesn't have a SIM card slot, so you can't, of course, replace the SIM. And the antenna is tuned to CDMA. There's no separate antenna for GSM. But the basic hardware is telling me the next iPhone is going to be a dual-mode phone. Could be. I mean, certainly CDMA is a big deal only in the U.S. and a couple of other places, you know, a little bit in Canada, a little, I think South Korea is the other spot. Um, So when you go there to see whether your Hyundai is being built in Korea or here in Precisely. Or here in Alabama, which is where they build a lot of them now, you can have a phone that uses CDMA and have it work. But but realistically, CDMA is also on the way out. You know, it's the it's Verizon's you know three G solution, and obviously the four G stuff is not going to use CDMA. It's going to use LTE, uh, and so you know it's possible. I mean, it is interesting that Apple uses is using that single baseband chip, but that also you, know, you have to figure in the kinds of quantities they make iPhones in, the more economies of scale that they can achieve, um, the more money they make. And so even if settling on that single chip was is only helpful because it allows them to buy, you know, vastly more of that chip, even though they have to redo the antennas and it will never be a single phone that can do both, it's still a win for Apple. Well, so, you know, with a single phone now, you can't do a single phone that does both. But maybe they're thinking of the future saying, okay, we're buying this chip. Now, the next iPhone will have a different kind of antenna system that accommodates the needs of both. Yeah. Yeah, entirely possible. And, uh, and I just don't, I don't know enough about the, uh, the radio frequencies and antenna tuning uh, that would need to come into play to know if that's realistic. It is, it is one of those things that can be done, but there are often trade-offs when you start getting into different frequencies. 
No, we understand that. It's a very complicated thing, and hopefully Apple understands what those complications are. And maybe they can stick the antennas internally again, and they have more space. Remember, Verizon does sell world phones, and those world phones support GSM and CDMA and have the SIM slots and everything. Except I think they're larger than the iPhone. That might be a problem. It's a matter of the size of the unit. But just to ask you the silly question before we get on to more important subjects here, and that is (laughs) where you are in Ithaca, New York. Where you are, does it make a difference in terms of quality between AT&T and Verizon or some other provider? Certainly, uh, you know, people will say, oh, yes, Verizon's cell coverage is better. Um, my experience is, is that all cell coverage is kind of mediocre at best. So, you know, we're not going to be switching to a Verizon iPhone, at least in, in, in the near future. Uh, part of the problem is that we all get, you know, people get locked into those AT&T contracts. And, you know, you have to have a real reason to want to break one of those things because it gets expensive fast. Right, but of course there are ways around. Of course, if it's two years since you did the last upgrade, of course you're free and clear. If you decide to take your iPhone, especially an iPhone 4, and you sell it on eBay, you'll get enough money to pay for your Verizon iPhone and pretty much your early termination fee. That's another way of doing it. We have Adam Inkst of Tidbits and Take Control Books. Go to tidbits.com. It links to everything on the planet. He now has a cloud-based system. So, of course, he will soon have an extraterrestrial system in his next life. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Out Live. Hi, this is Ted Anderson. If you own an Apple iPhone and love to listen to your favorite programs on GCN, I've got good news for you. I'm proud to announce that GCN has a brand new iPhone app available for our dedicated listeners at GCNlive.com. Listen to your favorite hard-hitting GCN programs live or on demand right on your iPhone. And the best part? The GCN iPhone app can be yours absolutely free. Download the iPhone app today by clicking on the banner at GCNlive.com. Again, that's GCNlive.com. Hi, this this is Ted Anderson. Have you ever wondered why banks, stockbrokers, investment advisors won't talk about gold IRAs? They've been available since 1986, yet the financial industry won't recognize the value of gold for your retirement. Gold has outperformed paper investments, yet no word about IRAs. If you would like to have gold for your retirement, call 800-686-2237. Don't get left behind by rising inflation and low returns. Call 800-686-2237. Secure your future and call 1-800-686-2237. Welcome back to the Tech Night All Live, where you never know what's going to happen next. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. Adam Inkst, not in the clouds, but right here on the ground. From Tidbits and Take Control Books, I'm Gene Steinberg in the Tech Night Out Live. Final couple of segments. Let's start off with The Daily. Big publicity mm-hmm. announcement. The biggest thing on the planet is The Daily. But your article is entitled, Why the Daily is So Yesterday. Yeah, you know, so for people who who don't pay attention to the inside baseball of publishing industry, the iPad has been really hailed as the savior of publishing, that the internet was this bad thing and no one, none of the publishers quite knew what to do, and so they ended up giving away all their content so you can read the New York Times for free, you know, the LA Times, Chicago Sun-Times, all these new big newspapers, totally free. And so the iPad was going to allow 
publishers a chance to sell their content again in some way, shape, or form. And it hasn't happened so much. You know, that Wired magazine has had sort of the biggest success. They have uh, an app for an issue, their first issue of Wired, and they did as an app that sold 100,000 copies. But within a couple months, their sales were down to about 20,000 copies. And for the cost of developing an app and all the content for an app, they're probably losing some fairly significant money on that. Well, the thing is here, that kind of model where you're basically buying the whole app or issue every single time, that proved to be not such a good idea. Yeah, it's a terrible idea. And it's one of those things where, you know, people haven't had that many choices. Apple has has been a little troublesome in terms of letting you subscribe, letting you have subscriptions within an app to content. And also another problem for a lot of publishers is, is that publishers in the, in the industry parlance, they wish to own their customer, meaning they want to talk directly to their subscribers. They don't want to have the subscribers talking to Apple. And the reason is, is that they, know, they don't know who their subscribers are. They don't, they don't have any connections there. It's harder to help people. It's harder to, to know what interests them uh, whenever you get that middleman of you know, Apple in the middle. So the big thing with the, uh, the Daily is that Rupert Murdoch's News Corporation, um, probably the biggest media company in the world, uh, introduces this brand new iPad app. It's got the personal involvement of Steve Jobs. Apparently, he was in their Manhattan offices regularly before leaving on, on medical leave. And um, they spent a ton of money on it, $30 million dollars along with an, uh, an opera, weekly operating budget of $500,000 a week. So that's a lot of money. It's a lot of money, except this is News Corporation, which can throw tens of millions of dollars into a project, money losing, before it earns a profit. Then that way, they're kind of like Microsoft. So, for example, Fox News, cable news network, didn't make a profit for years. Tens of millions of dollars a year down the drain till it made a profit. The New York Post... It's losing, what, $10, $20 million a year? And it's absolutely true that you can, and if you have those deep pockets, you can do that. It's, you know, it's, it's basically trying to spend the competition into the ground. That, you know, it, worked, it, it worked for the U.S. military spending, you know, spending the, you know, bankrupting the Soviet Union in the, in the 1980s. So, now we're um, bankrupting ourselves, so there it comes back to haunt us. Yeah, you, know, you, can, <laughs> you just have to stop spending at some point when you're done and actually make money, but it's hard to do that. So, but, so what they're doing with the, uh, with the Daily is it's not just an app. And you would think with sort of with the news corporations, all their various publications and assets and whatnot, they could have just done an app that would bring in content from the Wall Street Journal and I forget what you know the other you know, all the they have very you know tons of newspapers all around the world. But instead, they've created a whole new publication with its own staff and resources, and you know again making video, doing. Well, I would say other interactive stuff, but what they call interactive in the daily app is, you know, a picture that you can scroll around in. You know, it's a 3D picture or a, a 360-degree picture. Or some so, ad not exactly. click on a few things in an ad. That's also interactive. Yeah, or, or, you know, have a survey that says, you know, who, you know, who do you think should have been Super Bowl MVP? So it's, it's kind of weak in terms of being actually interactive. And when you sit down and look at it, you read some of the content, you think, wow, there isn't very much here. That, you know, that when it comes right down to it, the articles are really short and really shallow. If you're going to have a, I mean, the longest article I've seen yet is two pages of iPad screen text. 
Okay, so we're talking here about USA Today, basically. You know, and something that's breezy and light and of general interest. Yes, and I think we're even talking more about USA Today when it started. I think USA Today has actually moved, you know, to having, you know, more significant content and and doing some more interesting things. But yeah, the the analogy is accurate, I think, though, because that when USA Today started, they wanted to be a general newspaper. It doesn't it has no local news, so there's none of the none of the stuff that you really want to know about your community. And it has it's really aimed at this kind of mainstream general audience. You know, the the people who, you know, the the customization you can you can fill in your your favorite sports teams as long as they're professional baseball, football, basketball, or hockey. You know, no college, no college, no no other sports at all. Um, you can fill in your local your zip code to get local weather, which is worse than any app on the iPad will give you weather, and uh, and you can tell it your horoscope sign. So you know, it just. It's just, I don't know, it's frustrating being in the publishing industry and seeing so much money and effort and emphasis on something and then thinking, and this is what they came up with? (laughs) Well, certainly it's something that they thought they could sell to the maximum audience because they didn't want to offend anybody. You know, so, for example, you know, the normal assumption, of course, is that Fox News Network, cable news network, is oriented towards conservatives. So therefore, liberals are not going to want to subscribe. But if you want to have a brand new publication and a brand new medium, you don't want to appeal to one side of the ledger or somewhere in the middle. You want to basically attract all sides, and you do that by being very general in your content. Yeah, And maybe it's going to take time to find their way. I don't know. I mean, certainly that, that could be... I guess I just what I just find odd about it is that they had so much content. It doesn't feel as though they're bringing anything new to the game. And what's even more troubling, and this is partly why I said you know used the title you know the daily why the daily is so yesterday, is because it doesn't feel as though it reflects how we get news, how we as 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 consumers as citizens get news these days and how we like to get news. So, for instance, you can send a link via Twitter or Facebook to, a, to an article to someone and they can read it on the web, but like without graphics. It's, it's a pretty lame web experience. But what's more interesting is, is that those people who do use Facebook and Twitter, remember Twitter is, well, last I heard was 30 million, so it's probably up to 50 million now. And, and you know, on Facebook's 500 million. So this is a lot of people. You know, you see recommendations from, for articles from your friends. That's how you know what to go, you know, go, go read because it's people who are like you. And there's an app called Flipboard, which is really interesting because you tell it, you, know, you give it your Twitter and Facebook accounts, and it goes out and finds what the articles are that people are recommending to you and presents them in a, frankly, more interesting interface than The Daily does. I want so, to ask you parenthetically here. Okay, support for Twitter, support for Facebook, but News Corporation owns MySpace. Is that dead? <laughs> oh, is that still around? I, no, MySpace, my understanding, is essential if you are in the music world. If you if you're a band, you have to have a MySpace page, and I hear of no other people using it at all. 
Okay, well, therefore, that's why. We have a MySpace section, by the way, for our other radio show, The Paracast, but I don't know anybody on the planet who's been there, not even people who are off the planet, which makes things even more confusing. So basically, the daily, you know, it maybe is a nice idea, but the execution right now, in your point of view, leaves somewhat to be desired. Yeah, certainly when you when you actually go and, and, and reuse the app, too, you know, it's slow. The, you know, clicking, tapping on things, you know, the, you, you, you feel like you should be able to tap on a headline that it's like, it's like the web. But no, you actually have to tap on a little blue button that's sort of associated with the headline. Um, you have Duh. to... You know, yeah, right. It's just it's just weird. You you know, you, there's a little right-hand uh, pointing arrow when a, when an article goes to two pages or I'll tell you maybe. what, this is getting more weird, so we're going to have to tell you the not weird Adam Inks is with us. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Out live. You expect professional service from your doctor, your accountant, and even the girl who takes your morning coffee order. Why not from your domain registrar, too? Namecheap.com provides stellar service with no sneaky upselling. We offer more features and security options for your website than there are ways to order a latte. And new domains come with a WhoisGuard to protect your personal info. At Namecheap.com, you can get your domain for as low as $2.99. Now is a great time to get to know Namecheap.com. Hey, neighbors, Nuance offers Dragon speech recognition for a variety of platforms. Dragon Dictate for Mac, Dragon Naturally Speaking 11 for Windows, and Dragon Mobile Apps for BlackBerry, iPhone, and iPad. No matter how you compute, Dragon instantly converts what you say into text, helping you be more productive just by talking. Find out more at GetDragon.com. That's GetDragon.com. GetDragon.com. If you own a septic system or if you're facing costly septic system replacement, this message is for you. When you want to stop paying for pump outs and avoid backups, when you've had enough of the foul odors and costly repairs, use BioSafe One Septic Solution. Now there's an easy-to-use, 100% guaranteed answer to all your septic system problems. BioSafe One Septic Solution. BioSafe One is patented and made specifically for all septic systems and made by the same team of scientists to help clean up the Exxon Valdez oil spill. BioSafe One decontaminates and removes sludge, stops costly pump outs and repairs and remove septic system stench all with a 100% success rate see what gives biosafe one septic solution the advantage over any other septic product at biosafe1.com that's b-i-o-s-a-f-e-o-n-e.com biosafe1.com or call toll free 1-866-424-6663 that's 1-866-424-6663 biosafe one the guaranteed bio-friendly money-saving way to clean your septic system Gold, it's like nothing else on Earth. From the Romans through the Renaissance, from the Industrial Age to the Space Age, gold has weathered the test of time. For 6,000 years, gold has remained the ultimate store of wealth. According to the World Gold Council and the U.S. Mint, demand is at an all-time high. The stage is being set for the reemergence of gold as the common-sense alternative to a fiat paper currency that gets weaker every day. Midas Resources is proud to offer the hard-hitting report that arms you with the truth you need 
need to protect you and your family from the Fed's plans for your hard-earned money. Don't gamble with your future. Call Midas Resources today and ask for your free copy of As Good as Gold. Call 1-800-686-2237 for the report the Fed hopes you'll never see. As Good as Gold can be yours by calling 800-686-2237. If you have ever thought about owning gold, you must read this report. Call Midas today at 800-686-2237. It's the winter cold and flu supplement sale at HerbalHealer.com. Take advantage of Herbal Healer Academy's incredible savings on the best cold and flu supplements available. Many of you know elderberry is exceptional against viral infections. Right now, Herbal Healer Academy has elderberry power. Regularly priced at $16.95, now incredibly low at only $10 for 60 vegetarian caps. For children and seniors, our Herbal Healer Academy flu away elderberry liquid is only $13 for a 4-ounce bottle. Also on super sale, olive leaf capsules, oregano oil plus capsules, and our incredible respirate formula, oregacillin physician strength capsules for your lungs, normally $34.95, now just $25. Hit the winter specials link at herbalheater.com for these cold and flu supplement specials and other on-sale products like apple cider vinegar, brain power, and neuro recovery. New customers get a free catalog with your first order. Log on and hit the winter specials now at herbalhealer.com. America's number one source for independent talk radio for over a decade. We are the GCN Radio Network. We want to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Tech Night Owl Live, just send it to news at technightowl.com. That's news at technightowl.com. And if you want to catch up on past episodes, we have hundreds of shows for you to download direct from technightall.com slash radio that's technightall.com slash radio or check us out at iTunes we're back for our final segment with Adam Ings of Tidbits Magazine Take Control Books I'm Gene Steinberg you're on the Tech Night Owl Live and we're talking about the interface problems with the iPad it sounds to me like they didn't design that interface so much for an iPad but for a personal computer because the elements don't really recognize what you might do with a touch based interface um, it's a little bit of that. Uh, I think it's, you know, that they're probably anticipating it going to other platforms as well. And so they're trying to keep it fairly generic. In Lowest common denominator. Yeah. And Dumbing so down. One of the, I mean, one of the other things that you run into that's very weird is you can, you know, using your iPad in portrait mode, for instance, and get to a page and nothing will appear. Because that page was only designed to show in landscape mode. And sometimes they'll tell you, you know, turn your screen to view the content. They're like, what do you mean, turn my screen to view the content? You know, it's just, it's just pointless. This is an iPad. I don't have to do that. Yeah. No, it's just really, really wrong. So, it sounds like a really 1.0 kind of interface. Yeah. And, you know, it's possible it'll be getting better. Um, you know, there's been times when I haven't been able to make it update. There are times, when, you know, when it does update, it's actually pretty slow to update. So, you know, you tap it and then you have to wait 45 seconds before you can actually read, which is a long time when you think, oh, I want to read. You don't think, you know, I, oh, I'll come back to this after it's delivered. And when you're sliding from screen to screen, you know, sometimes you get ads. Well, that's confusing because you were expecting to get to somewhere else and all of a sudden there's this video playing that you don't know what it is or why it's there. And so it ends up actually you know, hurting your navigational continuity. They wanted to throw it in there and be unobtrusive so it becomes obtrusive. 
Yeah. You know, the the law of unexpected consequences. Listen, before we get on here, obviously the conclusion is that the daily needs work, but maybe it's a good idea. We'll have to see where it goes and whether it spreads to other publications. But here, you know, this is really important. I'm, I just, I'm reading it as we're speaking, and they've got a, a page here. It's, it's only one page with two paragraphs of text and a chart. Locations with the most shark attacks in 2010. You know, here we have something that affects less than 100 people around the world. But it's a good graphic because you can have a shark in it. So There you go. Maybe they saw one area of the country you live in and they wanted to send you a shark (laughs) because you don't like what they're doing. All right, let's move to another topic. Pass the Daily into the Macworld Expo, which apparently is getting decent crowds, but you have some questions about how it should evolve to become successful in the future, to become a mainstay with Al Apple. Yeah, it's, it's an interesting problem. To be fair, Macworld has survived the loss of Apple. That the first year was, was a real question. This year, they didn't shrink. They, the, the attendance went up um, a fair amount. You know, the estimates were 20,000 last year, 25,000 this year. So that's a good thing. Number of vendors seemed like it was, was about the same. There were a lot more iPhone and iPad people, not surprisingly, given what Apple's emphasis is these days. But it made the show feel a little odd from the Mac perspective because, in essence, almost no one you knew was there. You know, most of the I mean, you, you knew the companies who were there, but there were just so many other companies who you knew who were not there, and so it just it felt a little strange from that regard. So, you, what I find the most interesting about Macworld is that. It's still trying a little bit to find um, find its niche in a post, really a post-internet world that you used to have to go to Macworld to see people and find products because there was no other way to do it. And now, you know, we're all talking regularly in email and on Skype and Twitter and Facebook and all that kind of stuff. And every product has its website. You know, heck, products are showing up, so they only exist in the Mac App Store now. So... It feels as though Macworld hasn't really changed that much in recent years to accommodate that kind of thing. And so it's not as though they need to do so to survive, but I do think that they would do well to look at, say, you know, more community-building tools or, or options at the show. A friend of mine, had a, had a, Glenn Fleischman, had a, had a fabulous idea, for instance, which was to have, you probably couldn't call it this, but basically to have a genius bar. You know, where companies, you know, exhibitors could have a spot at the Genius Bar and people could line up to ask those people questions. And because, you know, Adobe and Microsoft weren't there. And no one needs to know about Adobe and Microsoft. Everyone is aware of them. But boy, people often have questions, don't they, about, you know, why Word is doing this or how to get this done in Photoshop. And so that kind of thing is really still best done face to face. And I'll tell you something, too. I just had an instance where I tried using the new Outlook 2011 for the Mac, and it scrambled the folders in which my email was stored. So suddenly something from one folder, as it brings it down from my IMAP server, goes into another folder. I had to spend a couple hours fixing it up, so I threw it out. I gave up on Outlook 2011 for the Mac. I think it's too buggy. And, you know, anyway. So the key here is... Should Macworld even be Macworld anymore, called Apple World or something? Well, that's a tough question. I mean, obviously, people have been saying this ever since the iPod came out, and people were joking that it should be iPod Case World. But realistically, I think that it it's comes down to the same reason why 
iTunes is called iTunes and not, uh, you know, iMedia, because you've got a brand name and you use it even if it's no longer really 100% accurate. Everyone knows what Macworld is, and if you just suddenly had iPad World, then you could guarantee that no Mac developers would ever go because it would be specific. So, you know, yes, they could come up with a new name, but I would be shocked if they would because there's so much branding built into this one. Is there any hope for them of getting big hardware makers? And I had HP there this year. Big hardware makers, obviously other than Apple, big software companies, or has that train left the station? You know, it's, I just don't know. I've talked to some of these companies in the past, and they're, they're in sort of a weird position because, you know, obviously my, the Microsofts and the Adobes of the world can afford to go to Macworld and, and have a booth. But, like, you know, just because they have a ton of money doesn't mean they can just throw it away. And so they like to know that they're gonna be, there's going to be some return on their investment. But if you're a Microsoft or an Adobe or a Canon or whatnot, you can't have a small booth or it looks weird, too. In the devil in the deep blue sea. And we'll have yeah. to see how Macworld evolves for 2012, which, of course, is going to be the end of the world anyway, so it doesn't matter, does it? In any case, seriously speaking, Adam Inks, tell our listeners where they can find more of the stuff you write about and the stuff you oh, do. People can go to www.tidbits.com for all of the, the daily news uh, and uh, opinion and editorial from Tidbits, and www.takecontrolbooks.com for all of our books where we take similar topics and go into much, much more depth. Now, briefly, before we let you go, we have a few seconds here, a couple of recent books that we should check out. Well, the most recent one is actually one of our absolute best books, our best book, best-selling book of all time is Take Control of Mac OS X Backups. It's the fifth edition, and that is, frankly, a truly stunning book. Anyone who is worried that they're not backing up sufficiently or they're worried that just turning on Time Machine isn't enough because, frankly, it isn't enough, Joe Kissel who writes that has done just a, a wonderful job with that book. And he covers um, cloud-based backups too, right? Oh, the whole thing. Everything you want to know about backups is is in that book for, you know, individuals, home offices, small offices. It starts, he doesn't get into enterprise-level stuff, but everything everything at the small level. Animating stuff, tidbits at tidbits.com. That's tidbits.com and Take Control Books, which is takecontrolbooks.com, but you can go to tidbits and get the links to it. Adam, thanks for joining us on the Tech Night Out Live. You're welcome, Gene. Graphic Converter is the image manipulation tool for the rest of us. It does not use any database. You get full control of all your files. Want to view the images of a folder? Drag it into Graphic Converter, and a powerful browser opens up to show your image files. You could use it for slideshows. You could use it to import images from digital cameras or from scanners. Need to do some image editing? You can do that, too, in Graphic Converter. Also, print catalogs. Convert from so many formats, I can't even list them. Download now to see if Graphic Converter is good for you, like one and a half million other users. Guess what? You could save money when you buy Graphic Converter. Use the coupon code NIGHTOWL. Use the coupon code NIGHTOWL to get a special price for Graphic Converter. Go to LemkeSoft.com. That's L-E-M-K-E-Soft.com. LemkeSoft.com. L-E-M-K-E-Soft.com. Normal blood pressure, naturally. How would that make you feel? I'm Don from New Mexico. January of 2000, I had a heart attack. 
Then my real health began going downhill, and I had uh, high blood pressure, high blood sugar, poor vision, and I really wasn't sleeping well. I was a mess, pretty much. Don reports dramatic improvements with heart and body extract. I started taking uh, heart and body extract, and from within a few days, I started sleeping a lot better. My blood pressure uh, normalized, my blood sugar normalized, and uh, my sleep really did improve. Experience these benefits and more when your body gets what it needs with the assistance of heart and body extract. Order at hbextract.com or call 866-295-5305. That's hbextract.com or call 866-295-5305. Folks, I did not expect this at all. By the 7th, 8th, and ninth day, I saw dramatic improvements from taking heart and body extract. Details at hbextract.com or call 866-295-5305 for heart and body extract. Becoming a modern smoker is now easier and more cost-effective, thanks to LeSig. Traditional smokers the world over love LeSig. E-cigarettes with a look, feel, and taste of real cigarettes, but without the nasty smoke, ashes, or stains. LeSig is powered by revolutionary microelectronic technology. A small, rechargeable battery and unique replaceable cartridge provide all the satisfaction and benefits of smoking without the smoke and all the hazards. See the large variety of LeSig e-cigarette supplies and accessories at LeSig.com. That's L-E-C-I. LeSig is competitively priced, comes with the best customer service, a 30-day warranty, and satisfaction guaranteed. What a great gift idea. For a 10% discount, mention GCN when you call 870-518-4307. That's 870-518-4307. Ask for fast, free, same-day shipping. Order online at LeSig.com and use promo code GCN at checkout. That's L-E-C-I-G.com. LeSig, for today's modern smoker. You really can lose weight while you're sleeping. Guaranteed. AffinityDiet.com introduces Lose and Snooze and the One Day Diet. Great tasting Lose and Snooze from AffinityDiet.com is the first step in our guaranteed weight loss system. Lose and Snooze will help your body get a deep restorative sleep without the harmful side effects of pharmaceutical drugs. And during deep natural sleep, your body starts to shed unwanted pounds, build lean muscle, and lose inches. Add AffinityDiet.com's One Day Diet waivers and your metabolism keeps Keeps going with all the vitamins and minerals you need with no rebound effect. But don't worry, you're never more than 24 hours from your favorite foods. Learn more about Lose and Snooze and the One Day Diet at AffinityDiet.com, spelled A-F-F-I-N-I-T-Y, diet.com, or call toll-free, 855-663-3438. That's 855-663-3438. Finally, a diet that succeeds where others have failed from AffinityDiet.com. Are you tired of searching for great talk radio? Something more important. Search no more. We are the GCN Radio Network. You're listening to the Tech Night All Live with Gene Steinberg. You never know what to expect. Before we talk to Bob Levitis, I want to tell you about something. We have forums over at the Tech Night Out Live. Yes, we do. It's at forum.technighthowl.com. That's forum.technighthowl.com. And it's designed to get your opinions, your viewpoints about things related to Apple, consumer technology. We want you to join up. Membership in the forums is free. You don't have to pay for it. You don't get spam email, except we do send you occasionally reminders to post. It's at forum.technighthall.com, forum.technighthall.com. And one more thing, if you want to write us, give us your views about what you think about the show and the guests, or suggest guests we should have in the future, 
write to news at technightowl.com. Once again, that's news at technightowl.com. We have the one, the only Bob, Dr. Maclevitis, calling from his palatial estate in Austin, Texas. And I have to ask you, Bob, before we go on, snow? Uh, not today, but we did last week. Mm, how much snow did you get there? Uh, a whopping couple of inches, but wh- it closed the schools. Mm, well, there they're not used to it, are they? That's right. We don't have any of that fancy snow-moving equipment they have up north. Well, here in Arizona, we don't have that you much, don't have either. much it, either. But it doesn't snow in Arizona. It does in some parts of Arizona, but where I am, it doesn't. They did have a few flakes a couple of weeks ago. We so, have flakes. Yeah. Oh, well, oh, but we also have snow. And I'm flaky, so there you go. It rhymes. <laughs> okay, let's look at the real news of the day. You expect this week, by the time people hear this show, to have a Verizon version of the iPhone. Will this be a review sample or something that you're transferring your number to? No comment. Okay. <laughs> no, it's, it's a review sample. I, I uh, am in the enviable position of being able to get a Verizon iPhone and play with it for 30 days without having to transfer my account to Verizon, which I think is a good thing because, to tell you the truth, I don't know uh, whether I'll transfer or not. I think I will probably wait a while because I like the idea of multitasking. That said, I'm getting the uh, the tethering option, the mobile hotspot option, so five people are going to really like me. Let's hope I mean, those five people are your friends. Well, the, whoever I say, but wherever I go, I'll have a 3G hotspot for Wi-Fi connections for five devices. Okay, so that's kind of cool. This is on the review sample or what AT&T is adding to the existing iPhone? No, no, no. That is a part of the package from Verizon. Okay. Okay. Now, the real question, of course, is AT&T, Austin, Texas, high-tech area. How's AT&T worked for you? Most of the time, you know, my dog says he's not so sure, but most of the time it's been pretty good for me. Well, you know, dogs um, are very honest. I've got, well, I've got a couple of places that uh, I still get call dropouts. You know, um, in my house, it's real good. I'd say 90% of the time I can go anywhere in my house and not drop a call or even, you know, hear any difference in sound quality. So it's pretty good around here. And, and in Austin in general, I hear it's good and better than some of the bigger cities. So it gets bad a couple times a year, like at South by Southwest when we have all these, you know, tens of thousands of people downtown, all with iPhones. Well, I also expect it could be weather-related. You're dealing with, you know, a two-way radio system. This is true. And people don't realize it's two-way radio. It will never be perfect, and we hope that some companies will be more perfect than others. Now, here in the Phoenix area, I've said this before, pretty decent reception. The last few days, I had problems. I actually had to have a service ticket posted with AT&T, but I haven't driven back into the area where I ran into the problems, so we'll have to see whether it worked or not. But, you know, obviously the key issue here is right now I'm not switching, and I might also be getting one of the Verizon iPhones to review. But as far as switching, my contract is up this July. At that point, we'll have a brand new iPhone, an iPhone 5 or whatever, and I will have to decide whether to stay with AT&T or not. 
Now it's also I think there are going to be a lot of people making that particular decision this year because mine, mine, uh, my two years is August, I think, my anniversary. Right. And, of course, what AT&T did last year is they signed up a lot of people for another two-year contract after a year or year and a half to get them to get the new iPhone and probably knowing they'd lose their exclusivity. I think so. And it worked. Because <laughs> look at how many iPhone 4s they've sold in the past, whatever, since last summer. What's really interesting, if you read these reports, that they sold out of pre-orders the first day and came back a few hours later and sold more. They're talking about sales of a million the first weekend. Now, understand, with the iPhone 4, Apple sold 1.7 million in every country in which it was available. We're talking here of one carrier selling possibly a million or more copies. In After a day. the thing has been out in for hours. In hours. Yeah. They, they stopped taking orders. I don't know. I, I, I don't know for sure, but I thought it was just after a few hours. I heard they came back and decided to take more orders. Maybe Apple said, you know what? We'll send you more additions. Now, there's some interesting stuff for reading about the teardowns. You can comment or not. The new iPhone, the baseband, which is the basic modem that communicates with the cellular network, is... A combo unit, a world phone. I heard, I did read that. I think uh, the the iFixit guys, the, yes. the ones that tore it apart. I met that guy at Macworld, Kyle. Yes. He's a character. I love that guy. We've had him on the show. Oh, he's great. He's great. He He's not opinionated. Right. Love that guy. <laughs> but the key here is they tore it down, and yes, you do see that it has the dual mode baseband chip but it doesn't have a sim card slot and it would need more antennas to be able to work with both formats and i guess apple didn't want to do that but apple might be using this chip expecting that the next ipad will have it also the next iphone they will be world products could very well be and this is like the dry run for the the what is it a, a universal chip set or something that that does both GSD and M and, and whatever. I can never keep them straight. I have to look at notes if I'm going to talk about it. Well, whatever ones AT&T and Verizon use respectively, whatever, what is it, language they speak? Okay, Verizon speaks CDMA, Protocol. and basically most of the world and AT&T GSM. GSM, right. But they're moving to LTE, which is a fourth-generation network, and the question, of course, would be, if Apple will also support that, and that's an I don't open know. question. I think there's way too many TLAs. TLAs? Yeah, three-letter acronyms. Well, you know what? We can get rid of a few, you know. But, you know, wait, that's wait, how the industry works. Wait, what's this newest one? Tell me again. Excuse me? The, one, the new one that's going to replace them all? Long-term evolution, or LTE. But you will have to have baseband to support the old technologies because it will be several years before the full rollout is complete. So Apple has to think about that. If you recall, during the rollout of the Verizon iPhone, Tim Cook said, well, right now the chips are buggy. You know, maybe they use too much battery life. They're not as good. So they have to wait till they get the right chips. So the question is, will those chips be available by this summer when the next iPhone comes out? Well, who said there's a next iPhone coming out this summer? Did Apple tell you something they, won't, they didn't tell me? 
Well, I think we'd be all surprised if there wasn't a new iPhone this summer. It's part That's of true, the, but I thought maybe you had heard something definitive, because I'm going on vacation this summer, and I'm hoping that the timing doesn't interfere with uh, my vacation. <laughs> okay, let's look at the rumors. The rumors are talking about probably the announcement coming in early June, which is where Apple has the WWDC, which will probably be focused more on Mac OS ten Lion, but then I guess there would be an iOS five two to announce, so it's gonna be kinda of complicated. Have they, have they announced the dates for WWDC or are we working off the uh the calendar at Moscone Center that's blocked out for those days for a corporate event? What do you think? <laughs> I think we're still looking at corporate event because I get press releases when stuff like that happens. We have Bob Dr. Maclevitis. I'm Gene Steinberg, you're in the Tech Night Out Live. Ray Perkins, a reclusive veteran burned out from the Gulf War, lives tortured by relentless, perplexing nightmares. Nightmares of a horrific battle in deep space and of a mysterious woman suffering in agony for her devastated world. A woman not yet born, calling across centuries to him. Then, a coincidence leads him to his destiny, his chance to alter the universe. Attack! Attack! Of the Rockaways. The former fiction editor for Star Wars and Indiana Jones, Robert Simpson, writes, The soul of the novel Attack of the Rockoids lies in its heart and passion for building a convincing tale of a love that spans the galaxy. A thrilling story. Attack, Attack of the Rockoids is available now. Read a sample chapter and get a special discount off of the cover price at our website, rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Attack, Attack. Of the Rockwell, a novel in the grand science fiction tradition. Going solar for cheap is as easy as one, two, three. If you want to go solar but thought the setup costs were too high, now you can build your own solar panels for less than $200. Don't laugh. We've sold over 45,000 solar do-it-yourself kits. Watch our introduction video at 123cheapsolarvideo.com. The video is free, but it won't last long. Save money on electric bills and get off the grid. Go to 123cheapsolarvideo.com right now. Our website again is 123cheapsolarvideo.com. HempUSA.org has a revolutionary wonder food for detoxing the body and rebuilding the immune system. Microplant powder can help unclog arteries and soften heart valves while removing heavy metals, virus, fungus, bacteria, and parasites. Plus, it cleans and purifies the blood, lungs, stomach, and colon. Keep your body clean with microplant powder. Visit us at HempUSA.org or call 908-691-2608 today. There's mounting evidence suggesting that there are people, governments, corporations, and whole professions intent on short-circuiting humanity's well-being. GMO, food legislation protecting big agriculture, the attempted elimination of vitamins and alternative medicines, it seems their hand has been tipped. They want to dictate your health, wealth, and your longevity. Whatever the outcome, we have a solution. Wild edible food. Why worry about food when all has been provided? We imagine that we were ejected from the garden and never invited back, but the garden's still here. There is an endless wild abundance which grows all over our green earth, just waiting for you to wake up and see it. Let author Linda Runyon teach you how to see, know, get, prepare, store, and eat wild edible food. Save money, add nutrition, and ignore the noise when you go shopping in nature's supermarket. Go to ofthefield.com and get started today. Or call 1-888-51-EAT-FREE. 
That's ofthefield.com or call 1-888-51-EAT-FREE and begin to see a different world. They all laughed when I told them my body cleansing tonic was tea. That after 10 days, my body feels way more energized and I've lost nearly 15 pounds. <laughs> They're not laughing now. That's what John from Oklahoma said about Life Change Tea. In the six months of being on the tea, all my digestive problems have cleared up. My energy levels have gone way up and my constipation problems are no more. And that's what Michelle from California said about Life Change Tea from GetTheTea.com, the amazing all-natural tea that cleanses your body from toxins, chemicals, bacteria, viruses, and molds while helping to lower high blood pressure, high cholesterol, lower blood sugar levels, and help you lose weight. Life Change Tea has no caffeine and is all natural, all organic. Go to GetTheTea.com today or call 928-308-0408. That's GetTheTea.com or call 928-308-0408. Life Change Tea really changes things. The GCN Radio Network, providing the world with hard-hitting talk radio. GCN Great Talk Radio starts here. You're listening to the Tech Night Out Live with Gene Steinberg. You never know what to expect. Now, neighbors, since we joined the GCN Radio Network, you know, we haven't really introduced ourselves very much to new listeners. We know we have a lot of you around the world wondering who and what we are. Well, the Tech Night Out Live first started back in 2003 strictly as an online radio show. My original co-host at the time, my son, Grayson Steinberg, currently he works as a teacher in Spain. But we continue on keeping on. We started out originally as the Mac Night Owl Live because we covered largely Apple Macintosh stuff. Since then, we've expanded, covering general technology. Still that emphasis on Apple Incorporated because it remains the number one most significant tech company on the planet. And that's where it goes. If you want to write and tell us what you think about the show, News at TechNightOwl.com. That's news at TechNightOwl.com. We return. Bob Dr. Mac Levitis from his palatial estate in Austin, Texas. Um, I think the palatial overstates the matter Shack. by a lot. <laughs> it's a house. It's a house. You know, it's just a house. You know, he is a normal person and he lives in a normal house. And therefore, it is not palatial. No. Plus, it's Texas. We don't have palatial homes. We have palatial ranches. Well, you know what? It's funny. I looked at pictures of some of the homes in Austin, Texas, okay? Just to see what they offer for the money. And you have some really nice homes in your zip code. We do. Yes. And they're, and depending on where you're coming from, they're still pretty reasonable, even though uh, they've, they've gone up when the rest of the market's been going down. There's There's... Austin, it's unbelievable. I just read an article in the paper that uh, rental occupancy is at an all-time high and that rents are at an all-time high. Unbelievable. I mean, in such a bad economy that that Austin itself uh, is still growing and thriving and, and, uh, you know, the homes are, are appreciating rather than depreciating or if not appreciating, holding their value. Yes, if you want to go to Las Vegas with all the show business people, you can get a million-dollar house for about 50 cents, I think. Hey, California, you know, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of bubble that burst in California. I know because I lived there for like 20 years. 
And everybody was used to flipping a house every three to five years and doubling the money. You know, that was just kind of the way it went. Now, when you look at what you owe and what your house is worth, you flip in a different way. No, I actually am. Uh, my house will be paid off in like six or seven years. <laughs> wow. I've been in this house 25 years. Uh, I'll have been in this house 25 years. Uh, let's see. Two more years. Then you get a gold watch from the mortgage company? Uh, no, then I think I get the walking papers that say, you know, you don't have a mortgage anymore. You just have to pay your annual taxes and all that nonsense. Right. Hey, this and is not the real estate hour. This is not the real estate hour. This is the oh, wait. It's not? No. Is this the one about outer space stuff? That's the other show. Oh. Okay. I guess we've got to go back to, well, we have the Verizon iPhone. But don't you think, though, that that story... And we were all forced into it because of the nature of the beast. Got more than any coverage you'd ever expect. I mean, it's basically just selling an Apple product at another dealer. I mean, when Apple decided to offer different products like iPads and iPhones at Walmart and Sam's Club, we didn't have daily headlines. That's true. We didn't have RSS. Is that what did it? I like RSS because I don't have to, you know, in the old days, I had to go look at stuff. I had to go to a million websites and just kind of check to see what was going on. And with RSS, I can not only choose what I want to, to hear about, I can choose how often and in what level of detail. And then I can, you know, choose the, the stuff I want. I'm more efficient now because of RSS. I don't have to do so much uh just wandering in the dark, I used to call it. I used to say I have to spend part of each day just wandering around, seeing what's going on. Of course, RSS is another three-letter word. It is. Really? It stands for really simple syndication, I think. And right. basically, it's just a way that uh, websites and other entities can feed you news um, in an unintrusive manner and allow you to... Uh, Get more detail with a single click. How's that for a good description of RSS? I like that. Okay, you can patent it. Put it in your next write it, write book. It, write it down no. for my next book. <laughs> you write it down. You're the one who gets paid for the books. Oh, I was talking to my dragon. Okay. I dictate to my dragon. Dragon dictate, you know. Uh -huh. Sure. So it's going to write that down. Is this a dragon microphone or headset you're using? No. Why? Do I sound good or bad? You sound normal. You sound yourself like yourself. I ha this is a different headset than I've ever used with you before. Yes, I know that. This is my new Plantronics headset. And I like it because it's, the, it's under the ear and it's comfortable. My other headset's a big, it's, ear, it's, you know, real headphones with leather pads. And it's heavy and hot for an hour. Right, and that's what we have you on for. But I'll tell you something, though. I use a standard microphone. Oh, right? Mm -hmm. And I use my loudspeakers, and because of the duplexing capability. But, okay, I think we're talking also about the fact that the iPhone and the Verizon network got so much more publicity than anything deserves. But that's so much about Apple, you know. Anything that says Apple in it, everyone goes, wow, gosh, golly, gee whiz. Um, but in yeah, the old days, in the old days, Bobby, if you remember, it was the beleaguered Apple. Yes, I know, I know. Uh, remember that the Mac Observer, the, uh, the other place I write, uh, used to, for years, maintain the Apple death knell counter, which counted the number of times in the media Apple was pronounced dead.
It was really something. And you know, it's funny. Actually, every so often, someone still does that. Not anymore. Oh yeah. I mean, they no, keep saying they that Apple not, is. They are that, by, They are so not beleaguered anymore. And we know that. But you think about every time there's a new tablet computer or a new smartphone, they say the iPhone killer, the iPad killer. Now we have this Motorola Zoom or something with an X. A zoom. The yes. Zoom. And the Zoom will cost you $799. Now, wait a minute. Oh, I saw that. And I saw their ad. It kind of looked like a, a mashup remake of the 1984 ad. And I didn't really, I didn't get it. I don't know. I don't get that we have the iPad for 499 And someone says, gee, I don't want this. I want Android 3.0, codename Gingerbread, on my phone or tablet. So on my tablet, I will spend $7.99, not $4.99, to get a Motorola. Now, I wonder, does Motorola think that people are sane? I hope so, because that doesn't really click. I mean, it's like the reverse of the old argument that Apple sells things for more money. Now everybody else is selling their products to compete with the iPad for more. It's weird, isn't it? I think part of it is Apple's got some economies of scale that the other guys aren't going to have early on. I mean, Apple is building this stuff in major, major quantities. And, and the truth is, your costs go down appreciably as you increase your volume. So, you know, none of these guys is building a million units. Or if they're building a million units, they're crazy. So I think that really is part of it. I think that, you know, what, what Motorola will sell for 800 bucks, Apple could sell for 500 and make their 32 points. Right. And the other thing that is very interesting is about the sales. We have the Samsung Galaxy Tab. Now, that's a 7-inch tablet that's 399 less than the iPad if you sign up for a two-year data contract. What's such a deal? Such a deal. And so Samsung says, we shipped 2 million in the last quarter. That sounds pretty credible. I mean, Apple sold over 7 million iPads, but okay, that certainly reflects a decent start. Until they're asked, what about the sell-through to the end user? And they say, quite small. And then people call up and say, quite small? Is that true, Samsung? No, he said quite smooth. Right. I was there. I wasn't there. You weren't there. No, of course. What they did, of course, is say, oh, you must have misunderstood. And, of course, the person who said quite small, they probably knocked him on the head in the back room saying, you dolt. You he's can't a, say that. He, no, what? He's, he's, he's wherever Jimmy Hoffa is, and he'll never be heard from again. <laughs> well, there's that guy from Netgear. Now, where does Netgear compete with Apple? You know, I guess, yeah, they're selling Wi-Fi routers and stuff so they compete with Apple there. And he's saying, well, Steve Jobs is going to be gone soon. Yeah, I know. That guy, he apologized immediately for being an insensitive moron. I thought that was a pretty good, pretty good play that he apologized almost immediately because that was a lame-ass comment. And even more important, though, we haven't heard from him again either. And who cares about Netgear? What does Netgear know? I mean, does Netgear have the best network hardware out there? But I will tell you this, apropos of nothing, I'm currently using a brand new Cisco router, Wi-Fi router, instead of an Apple time capsule, for the reason being that I get better reception where I live now. But that's another story. That's another interview. We're talking to Bob, Dr. McLevitis. I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Owl Eye.
Hi, this is Ted Anderson. If you'd like to listen to GCN programs on the go, I have great news. GCN has created a Droid and iPhone application, and it's free. Just as easy as going to GCNlive.com, click on the banner and download. Before you know it, you'll be listening to your favorite hard-hitting GCN shows, live or on demand, right on your Droid or iPhone, 24-7 and on the go. So download the Droid and iPhone app free by clicking on the banner at GCNlive.com. Thanks again for listening to GCNlive.com. Again, that's GCNlive.com. We the people grow cotton, weave fabric, engrave ink, embed strips and fibers to protect from counterfeit and carding to a private bank, having it lent back at interest, forcing taxes to service debt. This capitalism, or was Jefferson correct when stating a central bank issuing the public currency is a greater menace to the liberties of the people than a standing army? Ted Anderson, I'm placing a free silver dollar in a book that explains our monetary system. Call for your copy, 800-686-2237. It's time to understand the system. Call 800-686-2237. That's 800-686-2237. Welcome back to the Tech Night All Live, where you never know what's going to happen next. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. I thought you were going to say the Twilight Zone. That's Bob Dr. McLevitus, and he is not going to be quiet because that's not his game. That's not his theme. No, that's true. You're in the Tech Night Out Live with Gene Steinberg. And we're focusing on all sorts of interesting things about the lame comments from Apple's competitors. Although Netgear, as I said, is not much of a competitor. I have a Netgear switch for my network. It's a perfectly fine product. But I don't think that it's any better than anybody else's gigabit switch. You know, it's just generic. It's a commodity. It's like, uh, it's like when you buy a hard disk. You know, if you buy a hard disk in, a, in an enclosure, you have no idea what's inside it. It's a commodity. You buy the one that's you know looks the best or that got a good review and, and has the spec you want, but it's a commodity. And right people now it looks like that commodity saying, though. I've got to have, I've got to have me a lost C disc. <laughs> I can't wait. And by the way, what's going to happen now, which even makes it worse, is it looks like the. Basically, the hard drive sales are going down the tubes because more and more flash memory is being used. Someday, in how distant future, we don't know, people will buy more flash memory for their notebook computers than they buy, well, you know, traditional hard drives. Not now. It's too expensive. But, you know, eventually. Uh, Yeah, I think so. And I can't wait until I can afford to go with an SSD because I would love to boot from an SSD. But right now, it would be too inconvenient for me or too expensive. Well, if you want something that matches what a traditional Mac notebook has, like, you know, 500 gigabytes, you've got to spend over $1,000 just That's for the That's correct. Drive. So I'm waiting for that price to come down because 512 I think I could do. Right. Well, if but it's I, can't too- do the, I can't do the 128, and the 256 would require too much, too much juggling. I don't have time to do that now, and if I wait, I'll get more for less anyway, so I'm going to wait a while. i got very fast hard disks. And you have to think, too, you know, maybe your next book's going to sell a lot more copies, and you say, you know what, I can spare an extra $1,000, let me spring for it. But no, I think in that, maybe... In that case, I would buy someone to type for me. <laughs> you would? I would. No, you wouldn't. If, I, if my next book sold a million copies, I w- I'd hire someone to follow me around typing. That would be great. You mean it's like all the showbiz personalities, all the show business and political figures. They don't write their books, or most of them don't. I'm not going to insult the two or three who do. I write mine, and when they don't, I I let the co-author have their name on it. 
Okay. Because I think that's only fair. It's not fair to have your books ghostwritten. And then you have to look basically in the fine print to see who really wrote the book. I mean, you think of all the books that William Shatner has written, you know, where he brings back Captain Kirk over and over again after he died in the movies. He died in Star Trek Generations, but he keeps bringing Captain Kirk back. But if you look at the fine print, he didn't write that book. <laughs> As told to so, so-and-so. Yeah, that would be a good gig, I think, to get paid to listen to somebody talk and then write their story. I mean, if you got paid real money for it, I bet the guy that does William Shatner gets paid real money. I think it's two people or a couple. Oh, well. Married couple, I think, do it. And they have to put up with William Shatner. That might not be the most fun in the world because I understand he's a bit of a pill in person. Wait, the negotiator? Come on. <laughs> right. Imagine that in person. Now, that's obviously the role he plays. But imagine the guy you hear, the egomaniac that you see on TV, the role he plays now. And, of course, things my, you know, stuff my father said to me or, of course, in Boston Legal. If that guy... If Denny Crane was the real William Shatner with mad cow disease. How <laughs> do you get on mad cow disease? <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, you have the b most bizarre tech show. I, I have to hand it to you. I, talk, I get to talk about some of the most bizarre things on your show. You know, other radio hosts would slap me around. Here we go. Say, Wait a get back on topic. Uh, ouch. Get back on topic. If we you can don't even you don't even ask me to open up a chat window so you can yell at me by typing, you know your your requests. You know what? It's more fun to just talk to you. <laughs> you know, I like people to think that you and I are sitting in the living room and we're having a friendly conversation about technology. When you have a friendly conversation, the topics can veer. Topic. Yeah, and and the truth is, we are sitting and and. In your living in a living room, it's just you're sitting in yours in Arizona, and I'm sitting in mine in Texas. Actually, it's that, an office area with a studio, a small studio console, and everything. So it's not quite. Yeah, I'm in my office, but you know, you get the picture. I get the picture. I indeed do. Okay, so we look at the possibilities that there's going to be obviously an iPhone five this summer. Hopefully, before Bob Levitis goes on his vacation, so he can get one. Right. So. Well, you want to see in iPhone and, and 5. And finish writing iPhone for Dummies 5th edition before I leave. Okay, yeah, that's very important, too. You want to get the book written, get the final check from the publisher. Okay, so what should we expect for iPhone 5? Is there a need for Apple to change much except to have, you know, a combo antenna system, maybe a faster graphics chip and a faster processor? I think those are the main things. Um, I suspect... Just because that's what they do, uh, I suspect we'll get better camera, maybe better cameras. Um, yeah, I just, I don't know. Uh, maybe they'll surprise us with something we haven't thought of. I mean, I, I, I don't sit around with my iPhone thinking, gee, I like my iPhone, but I wish it had a blank. I mean, I, I haven't thought that. I, I don't think I've ever thought that. Well, you know, right now we have a 5-megapixel camera. And you have to think that it wasn't too many years ago we'd have to pay a lot of money for a digital camera with 5 megapixels. It's got the flash. So what does Apple do next? Do you make it 8 megapixels? Do you make it 7 megapixels? You have a dual-core processor for more powerful iPhone games? Is that what you do? 
Well, more powerful means other things, too. It means that uh, apps that are really hitting the processor hard are, are going to run faster and, you know, not just games. And I don't know. Um I, I don't know what they're going to add. I mean, I, 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 it doesn't seem like anything's missing. I think maybe this is time for the evolution rather than revolution. I, I don't know that there's a killer feature coming. I think that maybe everything gets a little better. And as possibly we consider it might be a world phone for Verizon or for AT&T, but you're still locked to the carrier. I mean, you can't get around that. The other issue, of course, is do you think, looking back now, months, months later, that maybe some of this death grip stuff might have been portrayed by some of Apple's rivals to cast doubt, reason, fear, uncertainty, doubt to the iPhone? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's a wacky question. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what to say. Well, All right, know, now let's talk about Macworld, because we're running out of time. Well, sort of, yeah. Let's talk a little bit about Macworld. Now, <laughs> we had... That's the way I said that. Well, okay, we never run out of time with Bob, Dr. Maclevitis. But let's go back to the fact that we talked briefly with Adam Inkst of Tidbits about a lot of stuff, but we talked briefly about Macworld Expo. So you were there this year. It's the second year without Apple. Do you think they got the formula down, Pat, yet? Well, I... I have to say, this year it really struck me how, how little that matters to me at Macworld and, in fact, how much better the show has gotten for me because of the – and let's face it, it's not just Apple. It's all the big vendors. You know, there were no big booths. There were no giant monster, you know, uh, whole aisle booths. None. The big booths were maybe like, you know – four booth size or six booth but there weren't any of those giant guys like microsoft used to and adobe and uh software mac kiev i mean these are these are people who bought 20 30 40 60 booths of space and there wasn't much of that and i was happy for it because what that meant was we were we were um pretty much exclusively dealing with the smaller guys the guys that don't have that kind of dough and and they were actually there in their own booths pitching their own product and they were excited and and a lot of them had cool products we'll talk so, about that more in a moment with bob dr maclevitis i'm gene steinberg you're in the tech night out live complain about your cable bill going up and up and up do something about it grab a pencil and jot down this special number one 804 my tv the more cable tv rates go up the better digital satellite tv looks so disable the cable and get more of your favorite channels in 100 percent digital quality for less money call one 804 my tv right now to sign up for packages starting as low as 1999 and up to four rooms and there's no equipment to buy that includes your free HD TV upgrade, your free DVR upgrade, and your free professional installation. And the best part, the pristine digital picture and sound. Call 1-877-804-MY-TV. So, what are you waiting for? Pull out your major credit or debit card. Call 1-877-804-MY-TV. 1-877-804-MY-TV. Disable the cable, cut costs, and get more. Call 1-877-804-MY-TV. 1-877-804-MY-TV. 
Are you wondering about your retirement portfolio? Are you confident that the financial advisor is experienced enough to combat climbing interest rates, taxes, and inflation? Stop guessing and go to the expert, Robert Chapman of the International Forecaster. When you subscribe to the International Forecaster, you get Robert Chapman's 45 years of experience and concise investment recommendations. Who needs sugar-coated excuses when you can get the cold hard facts and proven investment leads you can't get anywhere else? For a free introductory copy to Robert Chapman's International Forecaster, subscribe now at theinternationalforecaster.com or call 877-479-8178. Experience the difference. When you subscribe, you can email Robert Chapman directly to obtain investment advice tailored just for you. Don't wait another minute. Subscribe today at theinternationalforecaster.com or call 877-479-8178. That's 877-479-8178. Sore throat? Spray that with Dermatol. Diaper rash? Spray that with Dermatol. Ouch! Burn or cut? Spray that with Dermatol for shockingly fast relief. If you had room for only one first aid product in your preparedness kit, you need Dermatol because it works on almost every skin irritation or injury. All natural Dermatol brings amazing relief to burns, cuts, scrapes, bites, boils, shingles, rashes, elderly skin tears, even chronic diabetic ulcers and bed sores. Dermatol is an all natural antimicrobial, antiviral, and antifungal wound cleanser that speeds healing with no side effects, is safe for all ages and skin types, and is even safe enough to spray on sore throats or onto sore eyes. Read our many testimonials at Dermatol.com, spelled D-E-R-M-A-T-O-L.com. Order online at Dermatol.com or call 800-217-6677. That's 800-217-6677. Effective, efficient, economical. Spray it all with Dermatol. Never buy home canning jar lids again. No kidding. When you buy Tadler reusable canning lids once, you'll never buy canning lids ever again. Safely store emergency preparedness foods for years. Traditional metal lids are single-use throwaways containing BPA. But Tadler reusable canning lids are guaranteed to last a lifetime when used as designed for home canning. Tadler lids are made with a USDA and FDA-approved food-grade plastic, safe for direct food contact, and contain no BPA. Tadler lids are dishwasher safe, usable with standard pressure or water bath canning, eliminate food spoilage from acid corrosion, fit standard mason jars are indefinitely reusable and are proudly made in the usa place orders at reusablecanninglids.com or call 1-877-747-2793 877-747-2793 call 877-747-2793 or go to reusablecanninglids.com that's reusablecanninglids.com for tadler reusable canning lids the original since 1976 America's number one source for independent talk radio for over a decade. We are the GCN Radio Network. We want to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Tech Night Owl Live, send it to news at technightowl.com. That's news at technightowl.com. And don't forget, you can visit the famous Tech Night Owl community forums at forum.technightowl.com Get in on all the action. That's forum.technightowl.com We return. Bob, Dr. McLevitis, after a little bit of living room conversation on the Tech Night Owl Live with Gene Steinberg, we're focusing more now on some solid stuff. For example, the Macworld Expo. Okay, so we have the smaller companies. Does that give 
the small to medium-sized software and hardware company more room to shine when they don't have to compete with the elaborate presentations of Microsoft and Apple and all those people? Well, I think in this environment, you know, they don't have to compete with the big booths. And I didn't hear very many people saying they missed that stuff. You know, today with the Internet, if you need to know something about Adobe, you know where to go. You know, you know where to find their stuff. You know where to uh, find information about their products. Uh, you can download a 30-day demo. But you don't know about a product called Boom that for 5 bucks will make your laptop speaker sound better. I do because I went to Macworld. Five dollars? What does it do? Is it an add-on, like a physical add-on or something that's software? It is not. It is software, and it's an amazing thing because, as you know, uh, the, the loudness coming out of a speaker is controlled pretty much by physics. You can't make it do more than the physical speaker material is capable of doing or the amplifier that's combined with it. So, basically, the hardware in your laptop is is a fixed issue. You can't change the, the the hardware. And and you shouldn't be able to make it louder without adding distortion and other, you know, other bad sounding things. But with this thing for five bucks called Boom, Boom. you install it and it runs kind of in the background and it actually um, amplifies everything. You know, it'll do uh, movies in your web browser. It'll do stuff in iTunes. It'll do finder beeps. Whatever you want. Um, and, and what's really bizarre is it should be impossible. You know? This shouldn't be able, you shouldn't be able to sell software that can make your Mac apparently sound louder and clearer than it ever could before. It sounds like an elaborate equalization type of deal. Well, it is. It's, it's some equalization, some compression, and, you know, it's just a bunch of... If you know the audio game... You know what they're doing, and they do it very well because it's one of these things where you just plug it in and say, okay, we're done. It's for people who don't know anything about audio. Now, for people who do, you can customize it. There's an equalizer. There's some presets. Um, you can actually boost individual files and resave them. So if a file that you have, an audio file that you're listening to uh, in iTunes isn't loud enough, you can run it through this to boost its apparent volume without adding distortion. And, and to me, that is really, really, really something. Does it now, work, though, in the background so all your audio gets a fixed amount of enhancement? Pardon me? It runs, though, normally to impact all the audio. You don't have to pre-process. Yeah, you don't do anything to listen live on your computer. It just any audio that comes out of the speakers that are selected in the sound system preference pane, whatever comes out of there is, is improved by this little boom app. Very impressive. For five bucks, um, I, I always complain that, that laptop speakers aren't loud enough. You go somewhere with ambient noise like a Starbucks, and sometimes you can't hear your own laptop even on its loudest setting when it's sitting right in front of you. So it's kind of nice if you're trying to show someone something to be able to, you know, get that extra. It's kind of like I, I told the guy I would have named it Spinal Tap because it lets you turn your Mac to 11. <laughs> okay, this got the Macworld Best of Show 2011. It did? Yes. Oh, good. As a, this as is well Global Delight Technologies. Yes, that's it. That's they call it a volume booster. Yeah. And it's four ninety nine, and you can try it and see what happens. And if you like it, you know, hey, 
you know, give it a try. So this sounds like something I Absolutely. really like. Everybody try. out there, go download it. Gene's going to put a link to it on the show notes page, wherever that goes. Uh, definitely, if you can download the, what is it, a 30-day trial or something? I paid for it immediately. I didn't even ask the guy for a free copy to review. I bought it for five bucks, two minutes in, because I love guys like that. I think we just should support them as much as we can, or there won't be any guys like that. They call themselves Global Delight. And they were a delight to meet. Okay. It was, it was really cool. These guys were at a little, like, kiosk, not even a booth. They were at one of those little stands that, where they're back-to-back with someone else and, uh, you know, crammed. So this is something people. where it basically cost maybe half as much to appear there or a quarter as much. Well, they had a couple of areas that, that Dave Hamilton calls shantytown. They're, they're, instead of buying a booth, you buy a stand in a bigger booth, and they're, they're put, I guess they're about a, a quarter of a 10 by 10 booth each, so you pay maybe, I don't know what the difference is, but it's less than a booth. So this and is like a, a farmer's of, market, really. Yeah, kind of, but there were a lot of people in there with a lot of good products. I was, I was really, um, it was smaller, you know, it took up less floor space than ever, than I, maybe, I don't know about last year, but it, 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 the floor space since Apple was there has shrunk considerably, there's no question about it, but I, I thought it took me longer to feel like I had covered the floor than at some of the much bigger shows where, you know, there were a bunch of booths with, with um from big vendors that I didn't really need to talk to. So basically here you actually can have more exhibitors in a smaller amount of space. Yeah, well, that's absolutely the case. We had more exhibitors in less space. There were over 250 exhibitors, which is is a pretty good number and a pretty diverse uh, universe to go look at at stuff, whatever interests you. Uh, I, I, I don't know that very many people walked around that thing and didn't see something that they want to buy. And a lot of people bought a lot of stuff. And the conferences were awesome, too. Were you a participant in any of yes, those conferences? Yes, I, I uh, presented a couple I did with uh, Brian Chaffin. We did something about um, making music with your iPad. And then I did a garage band session called How to Record, Mix, and Master a Rock and Roll Song in, in 60 Minutes. And that was fun. That's the real garage band kind of thing in the days of rock and roll where the Beatles would do a whole album in three hours before I know, they I've, discovered overdubbing. I, I actually played a Ramon song just to be spiritually garagey. But it's true. You think some of the early Beatles songs, before they even had, you know, 16 track and 64 track and all this stuff, before they discovered overdubbing and special effects and bouncing tracks and all that nonsense... A lot of their purely fascinating, incredible classics were done, you know, in the space of an afternoon or two. You know, did a whole album in a couple of days. We can't yes. do that anymore. Yes. No, the, well, it's, you know. Um, but what's cool is when, when they were doing all of that, you had to do that in a very expensive recording studio with very esoteric electronics and gear and stuff that people didn't have around their houses. And today, you can make better quality recordings in your, in your home or office on a laptop 
That's right. We'll get to more of this in a moment with Bob Levitis. Dr. Mack, I'm Gene Steinberg. You're in the Tech Night Owl Live. Graphic Converter is the image manipulation tool for the rest of us. It does not use any database. You get full control of all your files. Want to view the images of a folder? Drag it into Graphic Converter, and a powerful browser opens up to show your image files. You could use it for slideshows. You could use it to import images from digital cameras or from scanners. Need to do some image editing? You can do that, too, in Graphic Converter. Also, print catalogs convert from so many formats, I can't even list them. Download now to see if Graphic Converter is good for you, like one and a half million other users. Guess what? You could save money when you buy Graphic Converter. Use the coupon code NIGHTOWL. Use the coupon code NIGHTOWL to get a special price for Graphic Converter. Go to LemkeSoft.com. That's L-E-M-K-E Soft.com. LemkeSoft.com. L-E-M-K-E Soft.com. What bothers you most about menopause? Is it the hot flashes? Waking up at night drenched in sweat? How about the mood swings or putting on weight? Tens of thousands of women have turned to Amberin to get relief from their menopause symptoms. Will Amberin work for you too? The only way to find out is to give it a try. That's why we're giving every woman who calls today a complimentary risk-free trial of Amberin with a 30-day supply free. Amberin is all natural, and its safety and effectiveness is backed by published clinical studies. Do you want a life without hot flashes, night sweats, or mood swings? Want to lose weight, sleep great, and have more energy? We've made trying Amberin completely risk-free, and you get a 30-day supply free. All you have to do is make the call. To claim your complimentary risk-free trial of Amberin, visit GetAmberin.com or call 1-800-647-9277. That's 1-800-647-9277. 1-800-647-9277. It's the winter cold and flu supplement sale at HerbalHealer.com. Take advantage of Herbal Healer Academy's incredible savings on the best cold and flu supplements available. Many of you know elderberry is exceptional against viral infections. Right now, Herbal Healer Academy has elderberry power. Regularly priced at $16.95, now incredibly low at only $10 for 60 vegetarian caps. For children and seniors, our Herbal Healer Academy flew away elderberry liquid is only $13 for a 4-ounce bottle. Also on super sale, Olive leaf capsules, oregano oil plus capsules, and our incredible respirate formula, oregacillin physician strength capsules for your lungs. Normally $34.95, now just $25. Hit the winter specials link at herbalheater.com for these cold and flu supplement specials and other on-sale products like apple cider vinegar, brain power, and neuro recovery. New customers get a free catalog with your first order. Log on and hit the winter specials now at herbalhealer.com. Don't complain about your cable bill going up and up and up. Do something about it. Grab a pencil and jot down this special number, 1-877-814-MY-TV. The more cable TV rates go up, the better digital satellite TV looks. So, disable the cable and get more of your favorite channels in 100% digital quality for less money. Call 1-877-814-MY-TV right now to sign up for packages starting as low as $19.99 and up to four rooms. And there's no equipment to buy. That includes your free HDTV upgrade, your free DVR, 
DVR upgrade and your free professional installation. And the best part, the pristine digital picture and sound. Call 1-877-814-MY-TV. So, what are you waiting for? Pull out your major credit or debit card. Call 1-877-814-MY-TV. 1-877-814-MY-TV. Disable the cable, cut costs, and get more. Call 1-877-814-MY-TV. 1-877-814-MY-TV. Are you tired of searching for great talk radio? Something more important. Search no more. We are the GCN Radio Network. You're listening to the Tech Night All Live with Gene Steinberg. You never know what to expect. We have Bob Dr. Mac Levitis joining us, and he toured the floors of the Mac World Expo. I'm Gene Steinberg. This is the Tech Night All Live. Didn't go to the expo. Didn't see a lot of advanced publicity, which is unfortunate because we're hearing about great products. Okay, Boom is the sound enhancer, $4.99, I guess, shareware. And I like to talk to those people and try out the product. Give me some more really nifty products. Okay. Eyeballs. I-B-A-L-L-Z. Go, go. There, let's see. I think that that's their URL. I-B-A-L-L-Z. Dot info. Eyeballs dot info. Check that out. Eyeballs.info. You see, if I do that, I have a noisy keyboard. So it's like B-A... Well, you need to get a keyboard like mine. I do have it's a keyboard silent. like yours. It's silent, but I have one of those Matthias Tactile Pro 3 keyboards, which I is... I love that keyboard, except that, you know, it, it competes with my, um, my Blue Sky speakers for volume. It's a very loud, clicky keyboard. Because it uses real switches, not membranes, and it probably will last a lot longer. And that's why I buy my keyboards by the three. I've got two in, in, in the cupboard for when I break this one. Okay, eyeballs. What's that about? All right, so there's this guy standing out in front of Moscone Center, and he's dropping an iPad that has these eyeballs on the four corners, dropping it onto the pavement over and over and over to prove that his eyeballs, which are, uh, what did he say? He called it, he had some, some phrase for it, a universal tablet protection. Oh, universal tablet stabilizing and shock absorbing harness. There you go. Okay, so what do we do with this now? You put it on your iPad. It's, uh, it looks like four hard rubber balls connected by bungee cord. Which is pretty much what it is, um, but the design is very, very—it's uh, you know—it's one of these things where it's simple, but also elegant. The idea is you put this on your your iPad, and you can you will never drop it and break it because, it, as far as I could tell, you'd have to almost drop it on purpose onto something irregularly shaped like a rock with a point on it. To, to cause damage while your iPad is in this thing. And it, it's, it's kind of neat because you can use it as a, uh, to hang your iPad on the wall. You just drive a nail and you can put it up on the wall in any orientation, like a, like a, you know, like a picture frame. Why would I want to do that? How about in the kitchen when you're trying to read a recipe or if sure. you're, if you're um, sitting somewhere and there's somewhere like you're sitting in bed and there's a wall next to you and you want to listen to music 
and be able to reach the controls. Or you're at the barbecue and you want to read a recipe. Or and you don't want to barbecue your iPad. Or you can use it as a handle, or you can put one of the balls underneath it and use it as kind of a typing stand. It, it, it's really pretty cool for 20 bucks, and, and it's one of those things that if you're not looking for, like, you know, an elegant leather folio case thing for your iPad might be something to consider, and they've got a couple of accessories already for it. Very clever, and, you know, it was a little, a little guy with a couple of his friends, and they, were, they had a little trailer they towed up there that was painted with the eyeballs colors, and it was just, you know, I like to see that. Good old American entrepreneurship. It's not, therefore, designed in South Korea. No, and I don't know where they have them made, but I, I'd be surprised if they're made anywhere but the USA, but they could be. Actually, I've got one here. I'll look. He'll look as we're talking here, but, you know, that's one of the things that bothered me from the first time I opened up a box with an iPad. I said, gosh darn, it's really easy to drop. And I was afraid I got a case for it so I wouldn't have to worry about it. But this sounds like even more of a clever idea. Well, it is, and it's it's multifunctional. And at $20, it's really, um, I think, cheaper than any case. I, I don't know of any iPad cases that are only 20 bucks. So, you know, the, the fact is iPad cases are, are I, I would say, pretty pricey. You know, the, the majority of them are in the $40 and up range, and there aren't that many in that $40 to $60 range. A lot of them are over 60 bucks. That's a lot for a case, especially when your iPhone cases are, you know, 15 or 20 bucks or 25 bucks. Well, it's so, a larger item, but you also have to look at the fact that, you know, unlike the people on TV who take their iPads out and there's no case, you know, real people got to have cases. Well, I think... For a lot of people, the eyeballs would be even better than a case because there's no taking it in and out. And, you know, people say, yeah, I got a case and I was taking it out and I dropped it. So well, there you go. Well, I use the Apple one, which is like a folder. Which stays, yeah, stays on. I use one called Zero Chroma, which they weren't at Macworld, but that is a great product. I would say the Zero Chroma case for the iPhone and iPad may be the best case I've ever used. I'm writing that down. Z-E-R-O-C-H-R-O-M-A. And no, I don't own the company or know anybody there. I just uh, received a, a review sample and fell in love. I'll tell you what, I'll contact them maybe when I get the next iPad. My wife wants the next iPad. She wants me to reserve one as soon as it comes out. I mean, we're talking, I guess we can all agree, the next iPad will probably be lighter, thinner, with at least a front-facing camera, faster processor, faster graphics chip. That's like the no-brainer, right? Absolutely. Of course, I'm, I'm Elton John thing. now says it'll be out in April. And Elton obviously John he knows technology. If Elton John said it, it must be true. Of course, he knows He's all about He's even more reliable than Wikipedia. Let's not go there. That's part of our other show because they're talking about now in the Paracast forums about whether Wikipedia is going to have UFO information. Look, let's go back to the floors of the Macworld Expo. We got the eyeballs. We got boom. Give me some more. Um, okay. The nice folks at Blue Microphones? Yes. They had a new uh, something called a Yeti Pro that was very, very, uh, very interesting. So uh, it's 
it's expensive, but it's it's on par with their uh, professional recording microphones, which are in the thousands of dollars, and it's uh, it just looked really nice for the for somebody who wants something that's simple because it's USB. But um, it also has an XLR plug. Does that mean that you can yes, also use it? Yes, it does. Use it? You sure. can use it. You can use it in a mixer or any situation that would use XLR cable. That's correct. Now I have a Blue Yeti here, and the only thing that bothers me is the way the mute switch works. So, for example, if you press it, it takes a second or so to activate. When you depress it, you hear a slight click or thump in the audio. The mute switch. Yes. I think yours might be bad because I've never noticed that, although I don't think I use the mute switch very much. Okay, yeah, I think if you use it, you'll see that it really does it. I mean, otherwise, it's a good-sounding mic, and I'll have to contact the people at Blue and see if they Yeah, they're very nice, and boy, you know, it's hard to tell on the show floor, but knowing them, uh, if it's like all their other microphones, it'll be a good value because all of the the Blue consumer mics I've tested have been exceptional. Really, really good. You know, some of the ones have kind of a unique sound, but I know that the regular Blue Yeti is THX certified, which means it's supposed to be perfect. Does that mean that George Lucas comes from upon high and looks at that and says, yes, it shall adhere to the requirements of the force? <laughs> well, it, it, it takes... Uh it takes, uh, from what I understand, it, it takes a, a very high level of quality to be THX certified. That's like not something everybody can go apply for and get. Uh, kind of like the made for iPhone <laughs> designation. So, yeah, I think that's pretty cool. But, you know, the Snowball, which came before it and, and wasn't THX certified, I thought was a really good sounding condenser mic. Really beautiful. I still have mine here, and we'll get into more of that in a moment for our final section. Of no, the good for, no good for, yeah, no good for a, a podcaster, though. Not we'll, get, really. we'll get back with Bob, Dr. McLevitis. I'm Gene Steinberg. This is the Tech Night Out Live. Hey, neighbors, Nuance offers Dragon speech recognition for a variety of platforms. Dragon Dictate for Mac, Dragon Naturally Speaking 11 for Windows, and Dragon Mobile Apps for BlackBerry, iPhone, and iPad. No matter how you compute, Dragon instantly converts what you say into text, helping you be more productive just by talking. Find out more at GetDragon.com. That's GetDragon.com. GetDragon.com. You expect professional service from your doctor, your accountant, and even the girl who takes your morning coffee order. Why not from your domain registrar, too? Namecheap.com provides stellar service with no sneaky upselling. We offer more features and security options for your website than there are ways to order a latte. And new domains come with a WhoisGuard to protect your personal info. At Namecheap.com, you can get your domain for as low as $2.99. Now is a great time to get to know Namecheap.com. 
Did you know that drinking pure, high-alkaline water is one of the most important factors in maintaining high energy and vibrant health? Most experts agree that the water you drink should be at a pH level of 8 or higher. AlkaVision Plasma pH Drops, available only at AlkaVision.com, combine a unique formula of only the most alkaline minerals. AlkaVision Plasma pH Drops alkalize your water, ridding the body of harmful toxins, and helps you regain health and energy. Alkalizing your water by simply adding 10 drops of AlkaVision Plasma pH Drops helps Helps the body rid itself of acidic waste, increases oxygen content, and raises the pH of your body to healthy levels. And bacteria and viruses cannot survive in an alkaline high pH environment. Order your bottle of AlkaVision Plasma pH drops for only $29.95 at AlkaVision.com. That's A-L-K-A-Vision.com. Or call 269-409-1776. 269-409-1776. Alkalize your body. Supercharge your health at AlkaVision.com today. This special announcement is brought to you by Renaissance Charge. Have you ever wondered if you could make your car run on 100% electric power for free? It is now possible. How about a simple device that is both a super efficient motor and a free energy generator at the same time? What if this could also be used to restore useless batteries and save you lots of money? Because our customers asked for it, we have organized a Renaissance Charge Conference Workshop on July 29th to July 31st at the beautiful Coeur d'Alene Resort in Idaho. Not only will you see these fascinating energizers, but you will be able to build some alongside genius inventor John Bedini. Participate in this truly historic event featuring our cutting-edge alternative energy Tesla technology. Register early for the best seats and advanced workshop by visiting rcharge.com. That's r-charge.com for details. Or call 208-772-4514. That's 208-772-4514. The largest part of gaining radiant health is detoxification. You can drink ionized water, cleanse your intestines, eat a perfect diet, and even take lots of quality supplements and in many instances only make minimal progress. What is the key to detoxifying your body of mercury, heavy metals, chemicals, and drugs? It is glutathione. Glutathione is the master antioxidant used to detoxify your entire body. It stops free radicals, keeps cells young, and reduces inflammation. One World Way protein powder may be able to raise your glutathione production by 64% or more. One World Way is more effective than any other whey protein powder on the market because it is unheated and from grass-fed cows. All other, quote, cold-processed whey protein powders have been heated and damaged by 15% or more. One World Way comes in three delicious flavors. Call 888-988-3325. That's 888-988-3325. Or visit OneWorldWay.com. That's OneWorldWhey.com. The GCN Radio Network, providing the world with hard-hitting talk radio. GCN. Great talk radio starts here. You're listening to the Tech Night Out Live with Gene Steinberg. You never know what to expect. We return for the final segment of this week's episode of the Tech Night Out Live. We have Bob Dr. McLevitis. And in other shows where we've discussed the... 2011 Macworld Expo, we talked about the thing in general, you know, how many exhibits there were, about the philosophy, how it would continue. But Bob is doing something else. He's taking us on the expo floor at Moscone Center in San Francisco and reminding us about a lot of great products. So, of course, we have the Blue Mic, the Yeti Pro. I'm really intrigued now. I've got to get one of those, especially because we can also use it with a regular mic mixer. But what else intrigued you in our final segment? Um... 
I grill. I grill. I grill. Yes, I grill is a Bluetooth uh, remote probe sensor with a app for your iPhone that lets you barbecue stuff and have the internal temperature of what you're cooking reported back to you on your iPhone in real time via Bluetooth, which is very, very, very nice. I like that a lot. It's a little pricey at $199. I have a standalone version of the same thing that's not doesn't work with my iPhone. It, it came with its own transmitter and receiver, but it was only 70 bucks, and it's got two probes, so it'll tell me the temperature of the actual interior of my grill and the interior temperature of the meat I'm cooking. So it's kind of neat, and it's very impressive, and I think at some point when they can, you know, do multiple, multiple probes. So, you know, the, the thing is, I think it's impressive technology that's got a lot of uh, promise because the software, of course, can be easily modified, and it looks like the hardware can accommodate a second probe, um, and they, they implied that there were going to be additional probes pretty soon. Maybe, the, you know what, I'm going to go look. They may already have additional probes. I just didn't get one. But uh, $99, I guess, is a reasonable price since the standalone thing was 70 and it requires me to, you know, keep track of two pieces and um, keep them with me. And, you know, I keep my phone with me all the time, which would be more convenient for grilling. What else did I see? Oh, I saw something very cool. I have to think of what its name was. But um, so uh, do you do any audio recording on your iPhone or iPad? Not a lot, no. All right. So one of the big, big drawbacks is that there are no MIDI keyboards or MIDI input devices. And I think at Macworld, I saw at least one coming soon. So you'll be able to plug in a MIDI keyboard and play these software instruments. There are, there are dozens of really cool iPad and iPhone apps that are literally musical instruments, synthesizers, and all sorts of instruments that have virtual keyboards on the screen, but that's not very conducive to playing, you know, with all 10 digits at once. So it'll be very nice to plug MIDI keyboards into iPads and iPhones and be able to record stuff. You think with the iPad, the more and more powerful this thing is becoming, because now they're saying, of course, the next version will have dual-core processors and powerful graphics chip and more onboard memory, you can basically turn your iPad into a full recording studio, right? Absolutely. Um, I, I don't, there's a band called Gorillaz that just completed an album recorded and mixed entirely on an iPad. It can be done. Now, of course, the guy that did that is one of, you know, he's, he's like a world-famous record producer, and he's very, very, very qualified. But if he could do it now, just think what people will be able to do in two to three years. Okay, let's hit some more products. Just a few more catches, catch, can before we wrap up for the show. Uh, Glyph, G-L-I-F. It's a little stand and tripod mount for your iPhone 4. Very convenient. Um, you know, I play guitar, and actually, my band played uh, at Macworld. We played a party at the Cirque du Mac party, and I used my iPod, my iPad, on stage for the first time. I used it to uh, to keep the lyrics and um, chord charts for some of the songs I didn't know. 
as well as others uh, in front of me. And in past years, I'd had a music stand with paper. And it was really not very good on stage. The stage is small, ungainly and ugly, and just not rock and roll looking at all. But I used something called iClip, I-K-L-I-P, from uh, IK Multimedia, to clip my iPad to my mic stand and put it at an angle where I could see it while I was singing. And it was awesome. It was like as good as it gets live. I loved it. Okay, one more. One more. Oh, Glyph. I was going to tell you about Glyph is this little stand and tripod mount. It just kind of clips onto your phone and works as a stand to let you rest it in either landscape or uh, portrait mode. And it also has a screw bottom so you can mount it on a tripod. And that is really a good thing because, as you know, the iPhone 4 comes with something called... Uh, HDR or high dynamic range photography, it can do it. It's built in. The problem is for HDR to work well, the, the camera needs to really be stabilized against shaking. So having a tripod, I think, will be very helpful to getting really good uh, HDR images. It would also be nice if someone can come out with some kind of stabilization you know, software. Yeah, I think that's hard to do, or or it would be done already, or it would be in Photoshop. <laughs> right. Now, I think they can do miracles, of course, with digital imaging and everything, so you have to think. And this is, I think, the big question I'm going to ask you here. How long is it going to take before the iPad pretty much takes over the PC industry other than, you know, high-end users or content creators? Um, three to five years. No, I don't know. I, I do believe that a lot of uh, a lot of what's currently done on laptops will be done on pads in the future, like the iPad. Um, certainly, I I can make a choice now when I travel uh, of taking a laptop or the iPad. And more and more, the iPad is good enough. Unless I have to do real writing work with Microsoft Word for an editor. Uh, I can get along with the iPad. If I have to just do light editing, the iPad and a Bluetooth keyboard, I'm good to go at 2.1 pounds. you got to love that. I mean, it's awesome. Right. You know, of course, the next step up, of course, is the MacBook Air, which weighs, what, three pounds? Yes. Yes, but the MacBook Air, it has, it, you know, the thing is, if you're looking for a laptop, a real laptop with a keyboard and lightweight, it fills a need also. And in fact, I think my, my next laptop will be an Air because I, I really don't go out of town and, and record audio where I need multiprocessors. At home when I'm working, yes. But when I'm on the road, when I'm in a hotel room, I think the MacBook Air would serve me well. And more and more, I'm thinking I might not need another laptop. If I ever can figure out how to use Microsoft Word's uh, revision tracking, on an iPad reliably, I think that would be the last missing thing for me to be able to switch completely, not well, ever have to use a laptop. Well, of course, you've heard, of course, that Microsoft may be considering bringing over a version of Office 2011 for the iPad. We'll have to see. Bob Levitis, in the remaining moments we have here, tell us about where to find more that you write and also what books we might see from you. Well, let's see. I just put out Incredible iPad Apps for Dummies. Uh, came out about a month ago. And sometime next week, 
or maybe this week, uh, Microsoft Office. Two, speaking of Microsoft Office, Microsoft Office 2011 for Macs for Dummies will be out. And next up will be, uh, well, I have a bunch of contracts. I have to do a new iPad book when new iPad hardware comes out with Ed Begg of USA Today. I've got to do a new iPhone book when the new iPhone comes out. And I've got to do Lion for Dummies when the lion sleeps tonight. We remember that song from the Tokens. I once met one of the Tokens who was taking his dog out to walk back in the 60s when I was studying radio broadcasting. Isn't that a story? Just a reminder. I you, love this show. You can find more of the things that we do at technighthell.com. That's technighthell.com. Our other show is the Paracast at paracast.com, paracast.com, about UFOs, things that go bump in the night. You can find the Tech Night Owl at Tech Night Owl at Twitter. That's Tech Night Owl at Twitter. Tech Night Owl at Twitter. A special thanks. Bob, Dr. McLevitis, thanks for joining us on the Tech Night Owl Live. Thanks so much for having me. It's always a pleasure. The Tech Night Owl Live is a copyrighted presentation of Making the Impossible Incorporated. We'll be back next week. Same bad time, same bad channel.